0: Hi, I'm Liam O'Rourke. And last Sunday, Byron Saxon did a worse job on commentary than Susan St. James. Eric Rowan got job so bad that Adam Mania 10 sent a sympathy card. And someone forgot to tell D-Von and The Undertaker that WrestleMania shape and everything's bigger in Texas are mutually
1: exclusive terms. I'm Kieran O'Rourke, and after 7, 8, 9, 10 hours of
2: Wrestlemania this Sunday, I can honestly say I can't remember a bloody thing. Apart from Lana's ass. Smash it. I'm G-John Chase, and as for me, Kieran, I actually do remember all 13 hours and 46 minutes of this fucking show, and quite frankly, it just simply wasn't enough to forgive all the mistakes.
3: And I'm Old Man Jones, and like most people my age, I've become isolated and depressed. But to fight this crippling loneliness, i found salvation. I've turned to watching Ride Along on the WWE Network.
0: This is the panel for the 79th Squared Circle Gazette Radio, and you can hear us talk about NXT, WrestleMania 32, Monday Night Raw, and beyond... NEXT! Hello everyone and welcome to the 79th Squared Circle Gazette Radio, I am Liam O'Rourke, alongside Kieran O'Rourke.
3: Evening. Carl Jones. Even feeding the ducks at the pond don't keep the loneliness away.
0: <laughs> and G. John Chase. Good evening lads. And we are back this week. <laughs> the talk has a great call back to uh, <laughs> Wade Barrett and Sunday Night which is what we're all here to talk about today obviously NXT, WrestleMania 32, Monday Night Raw and beyond the biggest weekend of the wrestling year obviously this past weekend has come and gone, we're here to talk all about it today our takes, and of course we have your feedback as well that uh, you've left for us on the Facebook page at facebook.com slash scgradio WrestleMania 32 which we'll kick off with uh, obviously we've got NXT and Monday Night Raw to talk about following but let's get to WrestleMania first because uh, you you guys kind of alluded to it in the open there. I'm going to get to a little bit of the feedback here first. Uh, Alan Snedden. Uh, said I hated it tired bloated finishes that made no sense whatsoever and the show was far too long Ash Preston uh, on the Facebook page said changement was absolutely unnecessary seven hours for a wrestling show is way too long it's Wrestlemania not fucking live aid and uh, Kieran Swain says wasn't as good as I hoped it would be obviously Shane died off the cell we'll get all the plaudits but fucking Michael Cole ruined it with his contrived fan servicing for the love of mankind Cole. also the show was far too long around seven hours including the pre-show that's too long for watching anything on TV so I want to get to those uh, bits of feedback first because obviously it touches on different elements but uh, before we actually kind of break down the nuts and bolts of the show the length of this show god damn seven fucking hours and, and I, I, I said
2: on the last show uh, how, how bad of an idea a six hour show was and then they <laughs> prese- then proceeded to make it worse <laughs> right. on,
0: a and, bonus
2: and, hour and this is what just kind of got me the fact that the, the main show itself actually went over by an hour but it was also just the pre-show that just that almost just annoyed me the most. It was as, as if Vince McMahon listened to the podcast, heard what I said, and then decided, I know, let's fuck with him a you little bit. What, <laughs> you know what, G? You know what, G? We're going we're to fuck you over a little bit. Because just, just, just imagine, folks, we're sat there, there's a room full of us, and of course we're going to watch it. We're wrestling fans, we're going to force ourselves to watch it, no matter what. And yet, this two-hour start... And we know it's going to be boring. We know it's going to be bad, just from the fact that when the when the fucking pre-show starts, the arena's empty. There's no one in the fucking arena yet, and yet yeah, they're still promoting Ryback versus Kalisto coming on in like the next like half an hour, even though there's no one in there. And then just just to rub it in, they just form a little clock in the bottom right-hand corner. So not only am I going to have to sit through this two hours shit show, right, but they're also going to make me physically watch the minutes tick away On your life of clock. my life. My <laughs> life just ticking away before my eyes.
1: <laughs> Fuck you, Vince. The clock was a gimmick as well, because I was timing at my own watch, and those seconds were, they, they were like, it was three seconds for every on-air second it was ticking down.
0: So the pre-show actually went six hours itself, yeah, I'll be yeah. right. Yeah, Jesus. I think that Jason Agnew on the law said it best this week when he said, that he has a major problem with quantity over quality," and uh, I think this kind of exemplified. It. We talk about it all the time on this show mm. uh, whenever we do talk current events, but uh, I think that this kind of like encapsulated that issue quite nicely. I don't want them to ever do this again. No, no, this is this I is not good. I, no.
3: If USA want that hours preview on their network, you're going to get it. You don't have to embrace it, but just accept it because it will lessen the blow there. This is probably here to stay.
2: That's absolutely fine. USA can fucking have, like, 50 minutes of Booker T. <laughs> I can
3: fucking have that. And yeah. the next time, I'm not watching it. Uh, yeah, uh, see so you say that, but you will. <laughs> you will watch I <laughs> the- Well,
0: let's break down the matches. Obviously, we can talk about the pre-show in, kind, in one kind of fell swoop here, and I wouldn't be offended <laughs> if we did. Callisto Ryback, Usos, Dudley's, <laughs> and the uh, the women's ten man—all baby faces going over here. Very much thank you, drive through it in in pretty much every case. And then of course we'll move to it here: the Intercontinental Title ladder match won by woo 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 oh. your boy Carl. Don't oh. ever
3: call him my boy. You know it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so Zach Ryder wins the filth. Intercontinental Championship ladder match. I thought it was the best match on the show. I I I, I liked the match a great deal. It was but-
3: it was really enjoyable. Um, I worried about Kevin Owens' neck. <laughs> yeah, that's At horrific. the end of the yeah. match. Don't do that again. Um, please. Owens should be someone they're investing heavily and in. he should be holding the. you know. He's, hold, he's held the belt for a, a couple of months now. So this is all fairly decent. To then give Zack Ryder the win, I'd never put the belt on him anyway, at any time, <laughs> any, in any walk of life. But to do it even, you know, sort of five years too late by this company's standards, you know, if you were going to do that with Zack Ryder, it should have happened years ago.
2: You know what? As as much as I was pissed off with the the situation with the United States title, it it paled in comparison to how pissed <laughs> off I was with this icy uh, um, title uh, win of Zack Ryder. Because <laughs> <clears throat> absolutely agree with you, I thought the match itself up until those those final two minutes I thought was uh, really entertaining. Two minutes, thirty <laughs> seconds, off, thirty seconds, and and there was some good, there was some good stuff there. Even though there were a lot of people in that match that really shouldn't have been there, and <laughs> most, know, of <laughs> most of them of I most, but that win the the, the pre-show obviously already had me pretty frustrated and down already but as soon as I saw Ryder win my instant opinion was like oh shit it was just that feeling of like this isn't a good start and it wasn't going to get much better as the night goes on but what really got to me annoyed me and wish I had a gun was just the, the audience popping for it right and I don't give a shit oh, it's worse than the next I, night I, I don't give a shit if they what were popping fuck that in. crowd I don't, I don't give a shit if they were popping because they were generally happy you won or if they were popping because they were just surprised or happy they, that Ms. didn't or happy, happy Ms. I don't give a shit this is a guy who hasn't been relevant as Carl said for about 4 or 5 years and on top of that he hasn't been he's been barely on TV on the mainstream TV he's been down in NXT Oh, okay, then. Fair enough, then. Has he been revitalising his career in NXT? Has he been changing his gimmick, doing something different? No, no. No, not at all. Uh He's actually in a tag team. He's a oh, right. He oh, so, that's, okay. Then. So he must be a part of the number one tag team in NXT, then, to he- warrant winning an uh, Intercontinental title no no he's not the number one tag team over there either. he's not even number two three four or five there's plenty of other tag teams better than the hype bros and yet they decide that their goodwill was going to be yeah let's give this asshole a fucking b- a break <laughs> a right, a asshole. Like, well, hold on a second, no, second a when, when we were talking last week when we were doing like the cuts in the in the company didn't you come at the oh, very end and say like, yeah we all fucking cut oh, him hey. And yeah
0: well there's you into Connell champions man uh, uh, <laughs> I agree don't get, don't get me wrong I completely agree that to me and, and big picture Again, prisoner at the moment. I, I was not a fan. Big picture. Because um, the, the inclination here clearly was it's got to be Owens or Zane, surely, to make this belt mean something to, and to push things forward. And it seems as if they're just going to carry on with both those guys a little higher up the card if Raw is anything to go by.
3: Yeah, the, the impression you get is that... Um, and this
0: is just the way out. R-
3: rather, than, yeah, rather than it be the another part of the vehicle to make the IC belt mean something, it's a way of getting the belt, I'm, I'm assuming from a company perspective, it's a way of getting the belt off Owens... Without him having to do a job, yeah. which which I don't mind so much, as much as I I don't like, the f- I didn't like the finish. I enjoyed the match. Yeah, I th- I thought one positive to come from it was the reaction Sami Zayn got. He ne- he, he needed, needed that he needed he that weekend, and loudly. he and he needed something to to showcase himself and. Sami Zayn ne- needed this weekend and, and thankfully it was it was a positive one for him on the whole.
0: Yeah, I just want to mention here, Steve Buchanek uh, says about an hour too long, again uh, referencing uh, WrestleMania here, I really enjoyed the ladder match, ladies title and the uh, AJ Jericho match. Helena was also entertaining. Personally, I liked the weekend they gave Zack Ryder. Is he a great wrestler worthy of a world title push? No, not really. But he's a very likeable talent who works his ass off and appreciates the business like a lifelong fan. So uh, we, there, there, there was some positive vibes and we mentioned it there, it got a, it got a good reaction and the next night on Raw there was certainly enough goodwill from that audience that, to, to pass off but we'll come oh, to that clearly <laughs> but we'll come to that
1: I do think it was the uh, the pop was aided by how Miz Miz <laughs> sent and it like he was going to win so I think there was a part reaction to that
0: Miz is getting more and more points with me as <laughs> the weeks go on lately i got to say uh, we'll move on to Jericho and AJ now because the, in terms of baffling results uh, as baffling as Zack Ryder was I didn't like this one either. Jericho beating AJ I think that's a general consensus. Especially ba- unlike Ryder where big pitch you can see maybe even with flawed thinking well that there's there's a method to uh, the madness. I'm not so much sure about the method here with Jericho beating AJ.
3: No, I I don't see any any logical reason for that to happen. It was it's a toss up between that and, and and one of the other matches to whether or not as to the to the result that I found most infuriating. <laughs> I I never in a month of Sundays thought Jericho was going to win because they, they can they you can they can make the argument of a, a sort of two and two. That's it. And you, you, oh, wait a minute! But They're not 50-50, 50-50. Shit! Say, <laughs> 50-50. But then you say and think, and, and we know Styles gets his, gets a, a pin back on Jericho the next night. But even so you say and I think Maney is the big one that people remember yes. though. That that's yeah that's the showcase and that's where that's where you want the the fresher talent to really shine. So to have Jericho beat him and then starts to wind up 24 hours later being the number one contender we joked
0: which, about this last week which
3: without me realising and this was something that was um, referenced on the, uh, on the Brian and Vinny show this is the fourth Wrestlemania in a row where the loser of the second match on the card <laughs> is the number one contender the next night
2: no way Really? Fucking hell. When you said like, Zack Ryder being the most baffling, I think like at the time of watching the show, it, it, that was the most baffling result. But in hindsight, I think the the AJ loss is the most baffling, considering he's the now number one contender. Like Even even if, what, in a roundabout way, he gets to wrestle Jericho one more time and wins then, that's not what everyone's going to remember. They remember the WrestleMania match. That's the whole point. And the thing was, Jericho won. And it's just, I'm thinking, if they knew... That he was going to be number one contender. I can't imagine why they would give Joko the win. <laughs> all I keep, keep thinking is, I'm looking at this and I'm just thinking, Vince is just playing that old game of, well, the TNA guy
0: ain't going over the WWE guy. Yeah. Well, the funny uh. thing is, thinking through a different lens, when we watch Raw together, and and Joker comes out for uh, for, for the, for the segment with the Reigns, we're all thinking, oh, okay. Well, that in that case. If, if that that'll be the reason why we don't agree with it, but that's the reason why. And if, even in, even in the match when Jericho did that co breaker at the end on Styles, and that was a great false finish because I I believed it completely. I thought, okay, well there you go, Jericho's getting a harder shove because they need someone for Reigns. I don't agree with it. but I understand, and then he just kicks out, Styles clash. <laughs> thank you,
3: thank you oh, for coming to even, WrestleMania. Even before even before Aurora sort of prisoner of the moment argument again. I sat there and thought, oh, well they've let Jericho win. And the only way I could sort of not justify it but understand it was this sense of two wins against two wins, and they're going to have a, a fifth and final match at the next pay per view. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that was my thing because I thought well, there's no way he's going to win three one. Yeah, there's there was no way they were going to let that happen.
0: They probably should for the number one contender. Yeah, well, they fucking yeah? I'm debating that for
1: fuck's sake. I know, but I know. for a new
2: guy who they want to build. That's so they think. Okay, it,
1: first of all, did they think Styles was going to be number one contender a night in advance?
2: They, if they
0: didn't. Then what, what are they playing? So what the fuck? What, are they yeah, but they,
3: doing? yeah, but this is the mo of this company. We've seen how Vince can, you know, tosses at one point during the night and changes his mind.
0: We'll move on now because we've got a lot to talk about on this show. New day come out of the, the bootyos box. <sighs> fantastic, fantastic entrance. <sighs> but uh, boy, boy, oh, boy, was this! Uh, th- this is a polarizing one because I've had a, a lot, lot of different takes on, on what happened here.
3: Well, an- anyone who doesn't have the take that the new day should have gone over is wrong. <laughs>
1: you bury the New Day th- th- see, over Austin Michaels see, and fat foley oh, oh, this, this,
3: this, is, this is it and I'll, I'll, I'll let the fat remark fly on this occasion Styles losing his head scratching but at, at least you know even at its worst I could sit there and think at least it's Jericho at least it's Jericho <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it was the lads but, but <laughs> it <was> the lads <laughs>
3: with the New Day you know one of the few hot acts in the company you know, to lose to this group who couldn't be couldn't be less over if they tried, <laughs> and and the match, you know, I think this this was the worst match of the weekend. I think it was, I think it was a mess. It wasn't the best best battle know. royal. Yeah. I, like, yeah. royal was awful. No, no, but yeah, but Liam, we we talked about this on on Monday before Raw, and I, I put the battle roll to one side. I don't really consider <laughs> yeah, it even a match. match. It's just it's just there. Yeah, you know, it does what I call proper matches. It was a mess. The wrong team goes over. <laughs> then you bring out the geriatrics to save the day
0: including your boys
3: including you know and a wonderful pop that Steve got and well deserved to sacrifice the new day so that those three can clear the ring and then stun Xavier was you God, uh, the new, new day was I'll, a I'll, shit out of luck.
1: I'll let the stunner on Xavier go because that was funny.
0: Just, <laughs> just, just in fingers from Austin. Well, the next just, day, he's like, well, you, I you, just do it. You don't
3: even need to job the new day out to do what they wanted to do. No. You because just have the new, new day win new and then, then get win. overwhelmed by the numbers, the four against three.
2: Precisely. I, I'm absolutely pleased to hear this because I, I was kind of just scared that I might have been the only one <laughs> that I fucking thought that this was absolutely atrocious. You know, like, hey, I love... I love Austin, Sean and and Foley as much as the next guy but just for the fact that the fucking lads win in the end the young vibrant tag team champions of the world can't beat these four assholes but three retired guys one of them has been retired for 13 years and the other one makes me wince every time he walks can go in the ring and kick their ass, and and I was just kind of worried like quite, like, and quite easily, yeah, quite easily, and, and then it's just I think like even even like on the sub, like where I was kind of like almost arguing with myself where I was thinking like if some people were turning around and saying, but oh, but it's Stone Cold in terms
1: of the old guys, can I What do you expect? Three of the four main eventers
0: on the show were fucking attitude era guys. Of course, it, it, it's a prevailing, recurring theme throughout this show.
3: And the one, the one sort of thing glossed over very quickly with regards to the three that came out. Foley being involved in any physical interaction, given his known history of concussions and the fact that they would never clear him in a month or Sundays if he had to go through any tests. No.
0: I, I, did, I, did, I did find some human in of getting the Duke on Austin in the corner at one point. <laughs> so, Brock Lesnar, Dean Ambrose is next up. And, uh, boy, what an what interesting... Turn of events. This was a very disappointing. Uh... <laughs> I, I, I think.
2: I think before we discuss the the, the merits or whatever of this match, we should probably discuss the Hall of Fame because but, it might. Well, no. I'd, I'd like to jump in quick.
3: I'd like to jump in just quickly here before we do because I I wasn't aware of the Hall of Fame and had to be uh, told about it by by Liam the next day. That sort of explained a lot to me after the fact, having having watched this much, Now I will say. I was expecting it to be the best match on the card going in quite comfortably I thought it would be Um, it wasn't Um, but uh, you know I I expected a few more sort of hope spots for Dean I told you he wouldn't get one another another, we got one he got one false finish believable the crowd, the crowd yeah. bought it. Right. I, I didn't, but, but <laughs> the crowd did. Point well made, Carl. <laughs> but, 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 I, but, but I thought there might be you know, one or two more. I even said on last week, I expected to be the baby face fighting from underneath. It was, Six
0: feet underneath, apparently. Yeah.
3: It was a lot more one sided than than I thought. And. I found out why when, uh, when Liam explained to me the next day
0: is it, I, I don't know if that's the reason basically for those of you who didn't see too much coincidence. Who, did, who didn't see this basically Dean Ambrose shows up on the red carpet three sheets to the wind oh no he, was just, he had sunstroke he, he was, he was this, hysterical this is
2: on the network folks so you can watch this
0: It's actually more entertaining when uh, there's another interview going on later in the evening you just see Dean Ambrose in the background swaying back and forth <laughs> like he just yeah. c- trying to stand there doing TV interviews and he's just all over the place it's, it's just, hilarious that's oh not the best bit it's the closing
2: line of his interview when they're young <laughs> <laughs> when he just turns and he's saying about like Yo, oh you got what you gotta say about like facing bra no okay.
0: he's, a,
1: he's not gonna look this pretty after, after tomorrow so let's make the most of it tonight
0: and he <laughs> just oh, just five seconds of pausing and then a silly fucking grin slowly looks at the camera and just smiles at it like that was the best thing I've ever <laughs> I think even if that wasn't the case, I mean this was positioned in such a way where there was no way this could have come off as important. I mean this was so early in the show uh, compared to what I expected, um, and and just for the for this to have gone down the way it did with with and Ambrose apparently was fighting all day long and all weekend long to get like more kind of shocking extreme type weapons involved here and make a bigger thing of this match and it got turned down completely so there was was a definite de-emphasis by everyone a definite de-emphasis of this match while it was going on so i don't know if this was just a match for both of them to get through they they had no real intentions with this so it was just thank you drive through, (laughs) sticks chairs nothing
3: special it goes back again to what we alluded to last week about it's the way they perceive dean ambrose they don't the company don't see him as anything special. It's not the people that, that matter who make the decision. They don't see him as anything special. He he is that guy that they use, or that you know they look to use, to get the people they deem more important over.
0: He is the babyface wire. Yeah. Who loses to wire? Who loses <laughs> the <to> wire? <Wyatt. laughs> It was the most underwhelming Brock the pay-per-view match since the Big Show won, yeah. and, and and there's a certain expectation with this, and it fell far short of the mark, and it was a shame that it did. Absolutely, I said
2: as you said, it, it felt like five minutes too short. Um, uh, Ambrose didn't get as as nothing as as you'd like to see. At least even if it was in a losing effort, um, I I, I got to think it's way too much of a coincidence to think that, that Hall of Fame was an influence on it. Also, the fact that he didn't he wasn't on Raw either. Uh, there was a I lot was, of absences. I was, was going to
3: say, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm not inclined to put to put too much into that. Considering the number of the number of other people who also mm. weren't on roll.
2: Under, underneath everything, I've, I've been having an issue with the use of Brock Lesnar in the last year. Um, ever since he he lost uh, the belt at last year's Mania, the, the way they've used him, I don't think has been anywhere near as good as the year preceding that. I just I just think it's been a little bit lackluster in places this isn't down to Brock Lesnar himself I think his personal performances have been excellent as they always have been but I think the company's use of him has been poor this year and I think it's not going to get any better these next 12 months
0: it depends what they got for him and, that, and, and that's, the, I think that's the crux of the issue the taker stuff was fine it, I, I thought he, he came out strong in, at the end of that the hell in the cell it's just that they, they reached that tipping point where they just don't have a new top guy for him to face right now where, where they can keep him strong and so you've got the situation and they didn't have I mean, just got this match just to do the match, yeah, so and Brock's the float, Brock's the fourth guy on the show, like fourth match on the show. Yeah. How weird is that? Uh, it, just, it just you haven't got any heel challenges for the world title, never mind Precisely. someone who's
1: above and beyond to challenge Brock. But if you build Ambrose the way they built him, you can't even beat fucking a Wyatt, yeah. What do you expect,
0: yeah. yeah. Let's move on to a match they did take a little bit more seriously and they gave us a great deal of credibility throughout the pre-show and uh, video packages and such beforehand the women's championship triple threat match uh, Charlotte-Becky-Sasha uh, Sasha gets a great entrance how about that with uh, Snoop doing a uh, customized rap for his cuz yeah. good stuff for Sasha here uh, love Charlotte's uh, robe and and get up as well fireworks as well a lot of people really dug this match I thought it was I thought it was very good but uh, I I was surprised to hear some people saying they thought this was the best match of the show
2: yeah I would say this was my match of the night um, solely because this is the one that I couldn't really find too much fault with everything else there was just glaring problems that I had and so hence uh, spoiled my enjoyment of it this one I'm not, I'm not going to turn around and say this was the, the perfect match that these three have ever had I don't think this is the best match either one of these three have had in, in their catalogue of work so far um, but as you said I think in terms of like, the, the way they produced it I thought was very good I thought like introducing the new uh, women's title on the show I thought was a good call I thought the match was solid was there some botches in there? Yes, there was. Um, but I think uh, I think uh, those three could be proud of the effort that they put in for it. Yeah, and I just think because I haven't really got anything too much to pick about it, it would probably end
0: up being my favourite match on night. Uh, I think a lot of people really kind of had their hopes set on Sasha winning this one, therefore mm. were kind of disappointed with the outcome. I, kind of, I mean, we kind of talked about this on last week's show. We kind of had the gut feeling they were going to keep it on shot and do it one-on-one down the line. Yeah. yeah. With the entrance and with the big production for this, would this been the right time to do well, it if it was one on one then you'd hype Snoop in
1: advance yeah. and done the angle I said with Flair yeah, so, yeah. I, I mean you know which didn't go with I've got family too it's
0: so easy I, I, the thing with this match for me was the first half of the match was shaky and I don't think that, I think that people were kind of overlooking that when they made their finals kind of summary and that's fine because it's usually the end that matters anyway but the crowd didn't get into this until Flair took the bump on the floor and then you know, that followed by the moonsault and people got into yeah, it and, and that's fine because if it works it works but at the same time I think that people who have a more critical eye towards later matches on this show who uh, weren't as fond of the first half of certain matches completely overlooked the fact that they said the same things mm. about this match, and it turns around at the end. Again, that prisoner of the moment kind of judgment yeah. kind of rankles me sometimes because again, this this one did mm. end up
3: fine in the end. So it was a good match on the whole, but as you say, it wasn't exactly crisp in in sort of the first half of the match. And sort of and it, you, you, and it kicks, again, the backstabbers,
0: mm. looking they've shot yeah. it. Yeah. But
3: but in terms yeah. of get it, sort of grasping the the crowd, bring the crowd along with them. That like you say, it kicks into gear once Flair takes the bump and, and the moonsault should know, a very good moonsault i might say certainly far better than any moonsault that Lita ever produced in her life <laughs> um, um it was, Anglesque, I thought. It was there, there was some oh, hang yeah, yeah. there was some hang time i'm not the biggest yeah. charlotte fan but I'll, I'll give her props there and credit to the company for finally realizing that the word diva outside of the wwe <gasps> context yes generally has negative connotations as as, as well as a championship
0: belt that looks like a bedazzled
1: vagina (laughs) 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 fucking (laughs) (laughs) butterfly so are they going to rename Total Divas now? no
2: Total Women (laughs)
0: Total (laughs) Women yeah
2: no uh, but the main thing I did remember from the beginning of that match was was how kind of um, tepid the crowd was at the beginning I think it was um, I think it was like a minute in and they did the spot where um, I think like Sasha was on like the second rope and they were doing it in the midst of like a German suplex and she kind of dives over to do oh, it. a sunset, sunset to flip to lead yeah. to the German and misses and by a mile she misses by a mile but they correct it and do the move and the crowd just like you know it's just like because
3: the correction doesn't look good what's, what's uh, who am I particularly critical of when it comes to blown spots in wrestling history Sabu what does he always do he goes back to the same spot and just makes it look more contrived so when you do that yeah, you know, it can sort of jar people a bit, can't it's it? A, so it's a
1: disbelief. Everyone knows it's <laughs> fake, but when when something like that happens, like you know, watching an indie match, yeah, it's like you. Uh, a, You're shit a bit more punch. polish at WrestleMania. Yeah, you know? yeah. You, you, a, a shit move, a botched, but a, a shit punch. It just you lose suspension disbelief.
3: The crowd weren't with it initially, but it's it's not as if they were sat on their hands before the bell rang. I, I would argue, and, and people may agree, they may disagree, and maybe Snoop Dogg played a part. Who knows? Sasha got one of the bigger pops of the night when she came out for her entry Absolutely, she, she yeah. looked like an absolute star so the crowd were there Yeah. the,
0: the,
3: the, the crowd, first, the the first crowd, few seconds with the cradles and stuff
0: it was yeah. fine, it was working but it was after that when things started to get well, think, staggered like, like we thought it might do last week on the show
3: what I think plays about it I think the, the, the crowd were willing it to be a good match they were invested I don't want it to come across as a knock on Becky Lynch so much but the, the crowd wanted Charlotte and Sasha yeah, I think they, they wanted that singles match. They and didn't like <laughs> Becky, but they didn't they, like the, the, camp, yeah, the dynamic between yeah, the three. They, they they like they may not necessarily have anything against Becky, but you know she's been treated as an afterthought in the feud, really. So they're not going to be invested so much in her. It's almost that sense of you know one of these three doesn't belong here, really.
2: Would uh, in trying to amend that then, if. if uh... If they were so kind of adamant about having the three of them together,
0: they must have had their reasons for doing it. Yeah, they did, because
3: they didn't want to take the belt off Charlotte just yet, and they didn't want yeah. Sasha to do the job. So oh, Becky okay. Lynch is there. That's that's so, what it was.
0: was shame man Undertaker, Hell in a Cell. We were watching this live. There's a lot of people kind of grumbling about the uh, the suspension disbelief, and I've heard that a lot, and I've read it a lot on the internet. People talking about this with uh, with Shane and Taker, and I think that the, the, the problem, because I mean, there are people who have some really strong negative feelings about this match. And I don't know if it was just yeah. because I kind of had expectations going in, where I didn't think this was. Going to be a classic anyway. I I I didn't have the thought that this was going to be classic. There's a lot of problems with the match, obviously. I, I mean, you know, the the last ride five minutes in, and the kick out oh. but it was completely meaningless. And there were there were a few things where. From a psychological standpoint, I think if if this kind of thing happened on an indie show, guys like Triple H and Undertaker would probably laugh it out of the room. <laughs> very much 50-50 in the other going, which I think people had a hard time swallowing. If it had been more of a cat and mouse and Shane picking his spots along the lines of the first Hell in Cell Taker and Sean funnily enough, even though Shane's not the heel, but but for a match, that I mean, uh, as Meltzer said, ticket sales for for this show for Mania picked up massively when Shane came back and uh, and when this match was announced. I think that a lot of people left this match with very kind of sour feelings
3: god this could get me a lot of hate I think a lot of people that would have possibly had sarfings may have been a bit naive about it going in in that respect then, this was for all intents and purposes and the ticket sales bear it out this was the main event of Wrestlemania regardless of what went on last and maybe it's because of what my expectations were going in but I didn't really have that much of a problem with the match no. I mean, I've heard some people gripe about the last ride it's not really been takers finish for a good you know 15 years now the last ride so but there's still
0: a certain yeah. degree of kind of
3: gravity is there that much so really i mean i mean and, and psychology wise a hell in a cell with with a mcmahon it was a mcmahon we knew shane was going to get loads of offense and surely we as i was watching the match nothing about it caught me by surprise you know the amount of offense shane got in i wasn't shocked at all i expected it
0: the, the, the one thing that actually surprised me was the lack of smoke and mirrors in some regards yeah. I expected yeah. Vince to show up yeah. I expected yeah. fucking But yeah, I, I, this was the match where I actually before I expected Austin to come in and, and detour Vince gets Texas and, and have a role in this big match a- everything in, in the company is on the line yeah. and, and we see neither hide nor oh hair God. of Vince Steph Trips yeah. Yeah. No Any, anybody on the roster it's just two men I'm, duking it
3: out and I not I, mean, I've, I half joked about the Main Street posse in the weeks leading in but I wouldn't have been shocked to see them either <laughs> one of the emails uh, referenced about Shane's bump being unnecessary for the sake of this match I I didn't view it as unnecessary because I think generally speaking and going back to the last ride you know, we can talk about the psychology but no one in that arena bought that as the finish and they didn't buy anything else before that as the finish they were waiting for the stunt they were waiting for the stunt so I think I think you almost needed to have that stunt there because that's what the crowd were really anticipating and looking for.
2: I think I must have been one of the gullible people that, get, that went into this match thinking that uh, it was going to be better than what we actually got. This was the match I was most looking forward to. I thought there was the most potential for it. Um, we, we obviously talked to him last week about the uh, the dynamic of the fact that you, you don't know really know who to cheer for in this match because of uh, the way they kind of set up the Undertaker's involvement in it. I knew exactly who I wanted to cheer for. And, and it was Shane O'Mac, because uh, in terms of the context of the story, I'm completely done with Undertaker. And Shane, I was hoping that that would lead to a new a new direction, you know, like him him, him controlling Raw. We'll well. Know, well, we'll get to that in, later on. But, you know, him controlling Raw and they can do some Spoilers. sort of change. You know, as we mentioned last week about the whole fact that they acknowledge the fact that the product isn't working, right, on TV. So you're thinking, Shane's got to go over. I, I, I suddenly just kind of like went out of the match as soon as he kicked out of the last ride.
0: Five minutes in, I thought that's fucking ridiculous. But I think the, the, the thing is, if they were going to do the kick out of, of a supposed finisher five minutes in, yeah. the match didn't need to go 30. Yeah. You, know, you can save that for later yeah. if, if you're going to do. Because yeah. well, yeah. well, the taker was moving fucking slower than glacial retreat for most of this well, match as well. I'm <laughs> well, say, well
1: right, it's twice suspension of disbelief.
2: I think in a real fight, Shane takes him.
0: At this point, yeah, exactly. yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, Um uh, Also, well, actually, I think yes. like like the entire room as well. At that point, after that uh, that um, last ride was done,
0: everyone was like, "Oh, this must be a short match." Then, again, you got look at we were looking at the clock at the point we were wondering how much time this show had left. Yeah, yeah. Little did we know. Yeah. hours. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so I'm
2: kind of watching this days, night, <laughs> like watching this match, and I'm seeing them go back and forth, and nothing's really kind of like resonating with me. It's like, and at some point when um, when they managed to get out of the cell, and this is before the big spot. Uh, or even before, like they go crashing through the the first commentary table. Someone within our group of fans turned around and said, "Like, oh, well, you know, I'm quite enjoying this match because the room was generally quite quiet watching this. I was just sat there going, I well, must be the fucking odd one out there because I'm thinking this match sucks <laughs> right now. I'm just thinking I'd fucking hate every single moment of this. My 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 issue with the the finale." I'm not the actual physical aspect. I'm, I'm not going to downgrade that at all. It didn't feel like they were going from spot one to A to B to C to D, and that naturally leads to him leaping off the Hell in a Cell. It felt more like this match is going to suck, so we need this spot at the end. It didn't. It felt. It felt slightly tacked on more so than a natural progression to that point that that's going to be the climax of the story it just felt too tacked on for me
3: well,
0: I'm, I'm kind
2: of, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of go along with that
0: I, but then again I think that's kind of the case of the entire match
3: I, I'm I'm surprised at how down on the match generally people are I, I thought it was fine
0: I, for me it is the
1: first half of the match with the psychological between the two even though Shane could kick his ass in real life um, <laughs> It just to, to get to the point where they're both you know on the last fumes of, of energy in their in their bodies it just, that wasn't doesn't just didn't work for me no. um once it broke down it, it 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 didn't get to the point the way it structured it didn't hit that point where we'll talk about on the n x t show obviously Nakamura and Sammy we know what that point is when they're both fucked yeah, and so you know we, it wasn't that natural progression to that point and that, and that hurt it for me but that's what it was it's Shane McMahon he's always going to jump off the top
0: yeah, yeah that's what Shane
1: McMahon does he jumps off stuff
0: yeah mm-hmm. that's, and, that's, and that's, what, that's what they were selling you on mm-hmm. basically going in uh, we we'll are move now to the uh, the illustrious battle royal the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal won by Baron Von Corbin, who's been called up I, I think I'll save my, my rant on the call ups for Raw but uh, <laughs> so we can mention this in passing because I really don't give a shit about this match it, it really means nothing in the grand scheme of things surely Shack appears rather now, large it, now, it
3: was it was the Proverbial shower. You expected it to be. There was nothing to write home about except for the fact that Corbin was called up and Corbin when I mean, watching the low it,
0: point of DDP's career, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah, being, being eliminated, eliminated by, by Connor. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, the the man deserves so much better for for all he's done to rehabilitate wrestlers in the last several years. It, it was as poor as we expected it. As soon as Corbin was in, I thought, oh well, there you go. There's your winner. I'm furious that he's called up, but as you say, we'll get to the call ups later on when we get to Raw.
2: First off, um, okay, so so they're calling Baron Corbin up, so that's absolutely fine, they're going to put him in this battle Well, that's absolutely fine. It's not fine, but we'll get to it. Well, yeah, yeah, but for, for what it was, it was, okay, so that's what they're going to do. One, there was no reason as to why he was in it. At least last year, when uh, when Kenta won, it was because he won, I think, a battle royale himself on NXT to earn that spot. Baron just got it. Oh, Tawny was it Tawny? Okay. Like so, he's on there, and then two. Like this is the guy who's going to win, okay? And yet he, you know, Kane, Big Show, even Shaq get their own entrances. Baron Von Corbin Comes out With the fricking Like the, Along no with worry, the, no the, the Yeah along with the Social outcast That's your fucking Winner right there No like he makes His own entrance And they go Oh this is the NXT guy This is the underdog You know anything like that Or, or you know or the, Whatever the, the, the pick or whatever the Dark the, Horse the, Yeah the Dark Horse They don't do anything like that You,
3: you barely notice He's can there you, until can, the end Can you be a Dark S- Horse
1: And a lone wolf At the same time
3: Barely right. noticing he's there Is going to be the story Of his career <laughs> <laughs> Fair
2: <laughs> point Fair point Two Tatanka <laughs> yes! Right. Now, Totonka was in this match, right? Now, let's just, let's ignore, ignore the fact for the moment that Totonka is shit. End of like, the trail. Right. <laughs> now, now DDP gets his own entrance. That's fine. They, they showcase it. Go, hey, DDP's in, in the Bow Royal. But Totonka, again, right, comes out with the fucking misfits. Right, he just he's just <laughs> there now. Now again, forget that he's shit. He's so right now, oh, but exactly, exactly. Now forget that he's shit. Right, if you're you bringing back, no. if you're bringing back no. someone like that. You like should. what like like there's someone that used to be a name in the past i'm not using no. the term legend a or hall name. of famer but he was someone from the past you would surely like well, then what's the point in having him there if, you, if he wasn't gonna <laughs> have his own in, if he wasn't gonna have his own individual entrance to say hey look it's the tanker then why the fuck have him there in yeah, the first place well, well, yeah, well, no, it doesn't why, make any
3: fucking why, sense but why why bother have why bother having the battle royal it's why bother tanker. with it at all
1: i know it's, just it's the, the and his well, sole role in life is for yeah. us to go hey look <laughs> Oh, just <laughs> that was the point. Did oh, yeah, well, not well, warrant a fucking well, entrance. Yeah, let's let's
3: not pretend that the battle royal means anything. Let's not pretend that the Andre the Memorial Barrel counts for anything. It's nothing. It's filler on main every year. That's all it is. Let's move on.
2: I, I know. The, 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 I, 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 when, when we were watching this, I was the one that out to Tunga was then, and that was all we said about it. But it's just little fucking things like this that are just annoy me. The final thing was, and this is a question to, to, to you, Liam, how long in advance did they know Shaq
0: was going to appear on this show? Uh, I think it a week of the show they they find so the deal. So a week of
2: the show. Was there any way that they could have somehow, even in a short period of time, promoted the fact he was oh, going to I be agree. on it? I agree. Okay, it's like even with like a week to go, they could have done something to say that what, he was what, going to but, be there but, to try and. I, as, know, as, 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 I, I understand. I
3: understand as a as a general principle the idea of advancing ahead of time. Don't get me wrong. As a general principle, I agree with you. But it's the Battle Royal. No one is getting the show for the Battle Royal. Cool. And it's Shaq. And it's not Shaq, whilst he's the centre for the NBA champion LA Lakers. Mm. You know, this is Shaq. This is, Years true. after he's retired, he's working on TNT on Thursday nights doing the NBA coverage. Let's not pretend that Shaq is some global megastar. The Rock is more important than Shaq well, to this.
1: are pretending? <laughs> well, not really. It lasted like two minutes or so. <laughs> right? <it>? I, <laughs> I would just... I, I, I think just on the US is it USA Network the preview just have him seen outside walking into the arena and they run up to him what are you doing here they were on ESPN
0: all week something. I'm gonna kick some <laughs> something out. Anything. something at all alright well, we'll move on now because we've got so much to talk about on this show we'll talk about The Rock next Rock The Wyatts 101,000 people in the building all of whom shed a single tear when the Tonka was eliminated I'm sure Um, but what's the general consensus on this piece of business John Cena comes back to have a thunderous ovation and then a round (laughs) of boos
3: well even of course even even the boos weren't that loud and the John Cena sucks wasn't really as loud as it would normally those people were happy to have John Cena back they they know they were don't pretend you weren't you cheered (laughs) you were glad to see him (laughs) I know I was
0: yeah, it, me too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, so awesome. I mean, Welcome back, John. Where I mean, you been?
3: I mean, if you want to talk about sort of advanced advertisement for people being oh. on the show, I'd have more I I I have more of an issue with them not referencing a Cena appearance and an Austin appearance because th- those, pe- those are the people those are the people going to draw the wrestling yeah. fan in. Shaq ain't drawing shit in for WrestleMania at this point.
2: And and it doesn't just stop there for me either. like what, first off, The Rock, I am never going to criticize anything that the 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 savior the second coming of Christ Is ever going to do Here's my <laughs> issue <laughs> They knew The Rock was going to be On this show What since January yeah. Was it something like that So they knew he was going to be on there How how far in advance Do you think they would know That Rock was going to do Something physical on the show I'm not going to call it a match Because it was six seconds But he was going to do something Enough that they could Call
0: it a match For man. insurance reasons You couldn't call it a match And the other thing With this is If you actually are Legitimately going to Advertise a match And then you give them Six seconds mm. Boy are you going to Piss everybody mm. off
1: they the, advertised Rock perfectly fine. He was fucking everywhere. He was they? all over
0: it. The yeah. thing, the thing with this is, I, when he ripped off the trousers and they said they're doing the match, for that 10 seconds, I yeah. was outraged. Oh my god, the Rock's wrestling and you didn't even mention it. And then realised it's Rowan standing yeah, it's, in the it's, ring. It's, it's the thing, yeah. And then it all makes sense. Well, the thing is because they, they,
2: they didn't, they didn't know Cena was going to be fit until the day. Was it? Was I don't it even think, I
0: don't even think he's actually he said that he's cleared, but I don't think he's cleared to wrestle. Doesn't look it. He doesn't yeah. look it and yeah. the fact that he's not on Raw or Smackdown leads me to believe I that he's not fully yeah. cleared.
1: Like he was all over the advertising for the show and then you got a nice because he was a lacklustre promo doing his little announcement of the attendance, whatever. Yeah, he's like all we're going to get from Rock and then yeah. he, you know, he's, he does yeah. his thing yeah. and he strips it off and it's like people lost yeah. their mind because
0: yeah, it's,
3: Rock's yeah, working okay. his gears. No, but, so, yeah. but
0: now let's come to the crux of this.
3: Yeah, there's, uh, this is interesting because I mean, there's, there's two schools of thought on this this treatment of the Wyatts now oh, the cares? way w- that'll be one no. of them <laughs> <laughs> who fucking cares well, look, I'm, they're done I know they're done I don't I hate Bray Wyatt well, I've, 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 I've said this countless times on previous podcasts I don't I couldn't give Bray Wyatt the time of day but I just want to explain the two schools of thought on this the one is what we all are probably thinking which is oh god doesn't doesn't Bray look like a shower of shit again <laughs> Or there's what I think the company's school of thought is, which is, we've given Bray the rub. We've given him... Tra- <laughs> we've, we, no, but they have... Tell me I'm no. wrong and, and Vincent will no. I think, we've given the interaction oh, with The Rock. I, I this I is just how much stake yeah, we've yeah, got in him. Applause.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying a fucking hell in terms of like I think you're wrong. I'm saying fucking hell because I think you're fucking right. Yeah. And I think that is how they see it. And it's just... I, I can see I see those two schools of thought, even though it's blatantly just one. And and it's basically, like, as I said, the Whites are done. I said this a while ago, they're done for me. I think they're done for most people. I would actually almost compare this to basically The Miz and R-Truth, basically kind of doing the job
0: for Rock and Cena. It's it's along the same lines. This is the thing, though. Let's have this discussion before we move on to the main event, allegedly. Of the oh, event. Do we have to? Oh, yeah. Let, let, let's approach the, the fact of they actually, and the talk at the start of this year was... Vaughn Strowman's getting a mega push and Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam, and Bray Wyatt's gonna be WWE Champion at some point <laughs> this year and you would not think that by watching this show well one considering bit. AJ Styles lost <laughs> <last> some <time. laughs> exactly which is what scares me yeah. and that's that. That's the reason why I want to bring this up there are a lot of people that even though they can say what they say about the New Day League of Nations and people didn't like that and, and some did some didn't this one has got a lot more negative reaction in terms of just Rock coming in and just pretty much steamrolling the Wyatts
3: at his own request
0: at his own request and uh, and, and I, you know again I, I you know, there's no main event in Rowan I don't I'm not a big fan of the Strowman experiment and uh, Bray Bray had promise once upon a time but they've they've unfortunately done quite a bit of damage to him
3: CM Punk is readying himself for an interview or an op-ed piece somewhere where he can bitch about The Rock again but um, I I can see them giving up on Brown shit man when it comes to Bray I'll, I'll still stick my neck out and say he's going to be world champion at some point this year think so? I, I, really, th- I really think he will be we'll,
0: we'll touch on this more as we, we talk about the uh, the beyond afterwards but uh, let's get now very quickly to the main event because I don't think there's actually that much to say about this funnily enough oh. it, it was it, at this point it, it felt like I've been watching this show for about six oh, days it happened, yeah. it, oh, happened. Yeah. it was, it was oh very God. fairly pedestrian the one thing that Kieran you called it <laughs> Stephanie's taking a spear it'll be the one thing that does get a pop it got the pop Reigns gets the win gets a good reaction the title change kind of quietly dissipates as everyone heads for the exits
3: yeah the, the only real talking points for this match were Stephanie's, Stephanie's Zool impression or looking like <laughs> or looking like the fourth member of Rama, whichever, whichever way you wish to sort of analyse it that's a, that's a reference you know. <laughs> but some people will get it um, what's your age again back in your day <laughs> it was it was exactly what you expected and it, it's and not so, one thing more <laughs> no not one thing more it, it's you know Triple H being in the last match because the belt's got to go on last, and you know, it was, as much as we can criticise sort of booking decisions throughout the course of the night, it was another match where Triple H is in it and they can't follow what's gone before it. and it's like, Roman, it, Roman Reigns got the belt. It's the
0: Triple H seven year rich. We were talking yeah. about this, weren't we? WrestleMania 18, main event, can't follow what went before. WrestleMania 25, main event, couldn't follow what went before. WrestleMania 32, main event couldn't follow what had gone before he reckons he's fighting at 39 then the equivalent, hyper-trophy. What, what,
1: what, what the
2: equivalent main <laughs> event was okay and you, you named a couple which ironically have Triple H in it as well but when I was watching this I was like in terms of how little I cared it reminded me of the main event Wrestlemania 13 the Sid Taker match as in I couldn't give two flying fucks about either competitor just with the exact same look on my face as when I first saw that Sid Undertaker match with the only thing running through my mind thinking, I hope one of these guys shit themselves because <laughs> at least then there'll be something to fucking talk about. Yeah,
0: <laughs> something to laugh about at the end of it all. When, <laughs> it uh, was
2: really a case of let's get this over
0: with. It uh, felt like it to me yeah. at this point. The, mean, the, the, it, like, the cra- and it didn't help the match, let's be fair to them. It didn't help the match that this one on so late yeah. but this was only going to achieve so much anyway, I think.
3: Yeah, it was, it was almost as if the the bizarre diatrite that was Stephanie's promo beforehand was sort of the last almost the last ditch last yeah. gasp effort to please boo Triple H mm. no but we'll tried yeah, so hard I'll, in the build well that, that's isn't it but, but you can picture the thought you know if, if we have Stephanie come out and just do this promo she runs them all down maybe we'll get something you know a real, a real desperate sort of shot in the dark the only surprise really was that the the title changed itself got a bit a bit of a louder pop than I would have expected, but you know, that was about it.
2: So, and I think uh from, from some reports that I've read that apparently like uh, they uh, they bumped up the music.
0: A they they parted
2: the audio a little bit, didn't they? They, yeah. they muted the crowd apparently at some points and bumped up the music on others. So And uh, yeah, but apparently like uh, once like the kind of uh, some reports from people who were there. Uh, just once the, the music ended when when the show ended like the the you could hear the booze. <laughs> he Reigns was celebrating with his family and they booed him out of the fucking building.
1: That will depends on where you are and I mean that's a fucking yeah. huge save. It's, it's yeah. all it's all in pockets. Yeah, in those big yeah, buildings. Like,
0: yeah. You've heard what we've had to say, we're going to now go to the feedback a little bit more. Mal Pescard uh, says, uh, two really good matches, the ladder match and the triple threat, one cool spot fest in Hell in a Cell and nothing else of interest. I'm interested to see if the Battle Royal victory leads to a decent main roster push for Corbin though. Um, we'll come to that shortly when it comes to the Monday Night Raw. Nick Davis also said, no interest whatsoever coming out of that show, they need to pull their fingers out of their arse on Raw and create something genuinely interesting. The ladder match was the highlight, the stadium was too big to generate any kind of atmosphere, nothing seemed to click with the crowd. Uh, the Brock match could have done with a least one hope spot for Dean Uh, I was bored in a hell in a cell once again no intrigue coming out of the ending Uh, and they have to turn Roman tonight it's getting ridiculous obviously that was written on uh, Sunday night Monday morning Uh, Joe Ankovics on the Facebook page says good individual matches most of the pre-show stuff was meh but the women's tag was better than it had any business being ladder match was kind of lackluster, although Stardust's tribute to his dad via his outfit and the ladder were priceless what a heel (laughs) Ryder winning confused me at first but on reflection was a cool way to go AJ versus Jericho was really good considering we'd seen it a bunch of times. Uh, Dean versus Brock felt like it had its time cut. The women's title match was amazing. Last night will be remembered as the night that the Divas became superstars. Uh, Shane and Taker was alright. I didn't like the pacing and shaking out of that last ride was a jackass move. Uh, The spot at the end of course was amazing. The battle royal was lame and I liked seeing the Whites in something high level since the injury bug kept them out of anything real. Didn't care about Cena's amazing return. Uh, Main event was good but the ending seemed rushed and not very dramatic. 7 out of 10 overall. Scale down the pre-show next year and don't run so damn long. Oh, and Triple H's entrance was way better than that Terminator shit last year, and Stephanie's Evil Queen outfit was epic. Miles Clark says, That was, well, that. Uh, the matches on a whole were okay, but the results were a bit mind-boggling. Uh, the IC title ladder match. Should have been Zaynor Owens, no question about it. What does Zack Ryder winning achieve exactly? He hasn't been on TV for months! Then all of a sudden shows up and wins the IC title. Uh, Styles vs Jericho. Decent match, but Jericho won. It feels like a big F you to Styles, because he made a name for himself outside the WWE. Kind of felt like Sting last year all over again, to be honest. Uh, this is the Jericho that job for Fandango at WrestleMania, yet Styles couldn't get it done. Which really does kind of put this all in perspective, I guess. Uh, New Day vs. The League of Nations. Okay. So one of the hottest acts in the WWE loses. Uh, the clear thing would be for the New Day to sneak a win, the lead to attack them after the match, leading to the segment with Austin, HBK, and Foley. So we share that sentiment there. Uh, Ambrose versus Lesnar. Now the right person won here. He says uh, no way should Ambrose be beating Brock in this environment because it's Brock Lesnar. However, the match was too short and not violent enough. Ambrose looked weak as it took one F5 to <coughs> beat him, and all the weapons teased for the match didn't get used. What was the point in all that stuff? As it turned out in the end, barbed wire, baseball bat, chainsaw. Um, the women's top match, my personal favourite match of the night, he says. I wanted Sasha to win, but at least this way, you could see the direction they're heading with this storyline. Uh, Helena Selle, he says, a poor match, too slow, and overall, uh, not violent enough. However, props to Shane for the cell jump, that guy has huge balls. Uh, the Battle Royal, this was done right, he says. Corbin winning was the perfect choice given the field, and helps elevate him possibly to the main roster, and Shaq is huge. He certainly was. Um... The Rock segment, he says, went a bit too long and made the Whites look like chumps again. The Rock's entrance went on for far too long and that flamethrower didn't do anything for me. It was getting good when Bray came out and the 100,000 Fireflies was awesome. However, they got buried by Rock and Super Cena and it pissed me off. Bray doesn't deserve this treatment, he says. Yeah, he and uh, <laughs> and uh, Reigns vs Triple H, the boost was so loud they tampered with the mics. Anyways, the match was poor and really felt really lifeless. Uh, Steph was the best part of the match and that says something. Roman got over a bit more with a spear on Steph, but again, no swerve, no nothing. Overall, not a terrible WrestleMania, but it certainly was a weak one. Last year's was a pleasant surprise, but this one suffered from poor booking. There were no standout matches or moments, and it felt kind of flat. He says. And uh, finally, Matt Thurlow says: short version, ladder match was a decent spot fest. Women's three way was good. Rest was dull to poor. The booking seemed like it could have been written by Rob Van Dam on a road trip with help from Jack Swagger. Uh, I would ask one question. And Kieran's driving. Uh, I would ask <laughs> one question: has anyone, with the exception of Shane uh, and Charlotte, come out looking any better than they did going in? I personally think not, and that's about as damning a statement I. Can can come up with for the biggest WrestleMania of all time. Oh, and what was with the muting at the end of the show? Well, I think I know what the uh, the issue is—the muting at the end of the show. But some interesting thoughts there uh, in terms of to kind of uh, again, bit scattered thoughts on me. No one's really all in on this and saying this was a great show. But uh, there seems to be a little bit of hesitation in terms of panning it completely. I think it seems appropriate now to kind of go around the table and taking those comments on board. If you were to grade this WrestleMania, uh, what kind of level would you put this at? Uh, what out of ten? Yeah, sure. Why
1: not? I'm like. Maybe six and a half. It was generally as a spectacle, it was entertaining enough, but the booking was fucking atrocious. Okay,
3: again, I think six and a half seems pretty reasonable to me. You know, you know, when you think about ranking WrestleManias, to me, this is this is sort of middle of the pack somewhere. It's not, you know, for for some of the negativity it has got, it's not a patch on some of the worst ones like nine or eleven or two. It's not doesn't even approach the. uh, the shower of shit that those were so to me you know six and a half something like that seems pretty reasonable middle of the pack mania a
2: hard one to put up a number on. i was thinking like in terms of when we were doing our our rating system all, all WrestleManias, i think it would have been on the very low end of the middle 10 uh i'm thinking around uh, 18 19 20 mark points wise it would be somewhere i guess about Four, four and a half to five, I'd say.
0: That's fair enough. I think I kind of, uh, I got a little bit higher, but I probably would. I, I probably stretch to a six, and that's probably about it for me. Just because, again, the decisions seem very short sighted in general, not just with the, the use of the, uh, you know, the, the legendary characters. Oh. There, there was no, there was no great standout match on this show either. Mm. Uh, there, there's, there's some standout moments. Don't get me wrong, and they were enjoyable, and I was entertained by the show. The length of it kind of hurt, <sighs> and the, the lack of that, that one really great thing that yeah. really pulls you in and makes you feel something. Uh, for me kind of kind of keeps it around that like six
1: was I mean it was so ill-conceived going in and then it was compounded by the finishes if say Owens or Sammy had won the ladder match yeah. would that have
0: Perhaps. I, I think one or two decisions in a different direction probably would have swayed me because it would have made me think, yo, again, what's next? What's going forward? Okay, now, now we can kind of think, okay, that one made sense. We can go forward with this. Mm-hmm. That didn't happen so much. But I do want to kind of move now, transition, to NXT uh, TakeOver in Dallas because there's a show with some very uh, decisive finishes, all pretty much across the board, what they should have been, in my opinion. So, yeah, let's talk about it. Again, we, we can kick it off. There's not as much to talk about here, so we can talk uh, in, in, in briefer, broader strokes American Alpha finally win the NXT tag team titles we did kind of spitball the idea of will they hold off on this and really no, kind of fuck no. the people NXT seems to be the show where they book quite smartly to what is the right thing to do and I think they kind of got the, the timing right on this one just perfect actually when it comes to uh, Gable and Jordan Gable Jordan uh, was so the right call uh, it had been <laughs> it, I thought I think it would be
2: almost brought in on potential disaster if they didn't just because of the way they've been built over the last several months they haven't lost a match yet and, um,
3: novel concept that
2: I know it's actually a team that they actually put over. And I thought the ma- and actually, outside of just the, the simple results and how hot, uh, uh, Gable and Jordan are at the moment, I thought the actual match itself. I thought was really good. I thought it was really entertaining. No, great yeah, team. There, there, there was there was a couple there was a couple of mistakes here and there, mainly thinking of that that power bomb double team yeah, by the, by the revival. That was that was pretty bad. But I thought I thought they recovered from that really well. Obviously the dynamic of Gable and Jordan's just off the fucking hook. Gable's a fucking star. And I also like the more I see Jordan as well, I, I see a lot of potential in him as well. I think he's I think he's fantastic.
3: It's absolutely the right result, there's no doubt there. That they, they are a great team. You may be worried a little bit during the match when the power bomb spot didn't go right because you, you know Dash and Dawson looked a bit hesitant there. I don't think they were sort of. I don't think it was the smirky heel element. I think I think the cogs were turning a little bit. Yeah, and and you you worried that maybe the wheels might come off, but you know they composed themselves and, and got back to it, and it was it was a good match with with the right result. The, the only way of possibly defending the revival going over is if. You were bringing Gail and Jordan up to the main roster straight away, which, I mean, in truth, they should do. I'm hoping it's a short run, for, a short run with the belts for that reason, because there is no, no genuine reason to keep those two in NXT any longer.
1: Yeah, I think the benefit of like these takeover shows every two or three months is that they can't really hold off because it would have been too long. Yeah, they, they lose momentum, they lose steam. Um, when you've got pay per views and you got Raws every week, pay per view every month, Raw every week. It's the, the, the temptation to drag things out just to get an extra match over because you need matches, you need content, yeah. yeah. So, when it's you know, it's sporadic content, it's it's you can do things right, and, and yeah, that's what I, mean, I said before. They're just a fantastic tag team. I love uh, Chad's shine at the start of matches, yeah, um, always comes off great, yeah, brilliant. Jo- and, and
0: Ditto Jordan's comeback, Jordan, the Jordan
1: comeback, yeah. And you know, the worst thing they
0: could do is split them two up. I know. I, I think uh, the same thing is, and I, I almost fear they're going to. If they like Vince's Jason Jordan, yeah. and thinks he's got it. It'd be Billy Gunn syndrome, and, like, and, you,
3: and you see small Chad Gable, and yeah. oh god no.
0: No, that the chemistry is perfect. Um, so not too much negative to say about that oh. one whatsoever. Although we do come now to Austin Aries, Baron Corbin, which and yeah, there's a lot of people who said they thought this was a good match, but obviously compared to the compared to the rest of the show, I have a little bit of a different stance personally. where I thought this was the real white stain on this little blue I dress mean, of a show. I'd agree with that. I did not like this at all. The, the Yokozuna tribute nerve hole was not appreciated by <laughs> me, and Austin Aries, who is a fantastic wrestler, looked and came off like he's just filler. An un- underwhelming showcase for him. It, wrong guy to put him in there with.
3: The, the crowd weren't with it because they don't like Baron Corbin. It's not. It's not heel heat. It's we don't like you. I th- we don't yeah, want I th- to I see. I don't know.
0: I, th- I think there are times when they can play with that though. I mean, it's the. You know, it's not as extreme as the even Marie case. No, obviously. no, no, certainly not. But, but at the same time, it's Austin Aries, and it's mm. this crowd, and it's Baron Corbin, the guy. It's like it, it did have the, the dynamic. Mm. This Maybe, could have but, been something but, more.
3: But you say it's it's this crowd. And you know, they're, they're as judgmental a bunch as we are. And you know well, they not, didn't
1: have a problem chanting NXT for Corbin on fucking raw. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. no, yeah, yeah. Well I'll get, yeah, for them, I'll man. get to that, those people.
3: <laughs> but that crowd being what they are, you can imagine they sat there and thought, you know, in a large part like I did, well this is gonna suck. So they're not gonna they're not gonna invest in it and people generally are being kind to this much. I think it was poor. Yeah. I think it was very poor, but then I think Baron Corbyn's poor. <laughs> so I wasn't expecting anything going in. So,
1: I mean it's a, it's a horrible stylistic match but I thought it'd be fast paced keep it short and surely the point is he's going to hit him with a brain bust, and he looked look fucking incredible and none of the above happens no so, no.
3: but you almost got the impression watching you could s- see almost on because um, we know we've heard all the like Austin Aries and his, his temperament and he, he's someone who can be accused of getting the old boo boo face can't he and I, I got that impression just watching the match you could almost see this expression and I was <laughs> thinking what the fuck am I doing in the ring with this guy
2: uh, yeah, I was kind of disappointed that um, Aries wasn't uh, showcased more than than what we know he can do. I I wasn't as down on on this as probably most people. I don't, I don't think it was a, a small classic or anything like that. I thought it was just it was fine. It was actually pretty pretty similar to when we had the Brooklyn show, and they had some Ojo versus Baron Corbin where uh, that was miles uh, better than this. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. So yeah I I works. didn't I didn't hate the match, but it was just like there was other matches I was more interested in, so it didn't bother me that this one didn't really exceed expectations. I mean, the, the Joe match with him was, you
1: know, suiting much better. But more of a tough guy brawl kind of thing. This, this, yeah. this, this match, it just no nah, it just didn't work for me at all
0: nah, likewise move along now to a match that did work quite well for me which was Sami Zayn Shinsuke Nakamura mm. many people's opinion best match best WWE match at least of this weekend uh, oh, a, a sentiment I would <laughs> yeah. certainly agree with from I, I'd uh, as, uh, as a enormous Nakamura fan in each band, this was a completely surreal match to watch and watch it together as it was uh, taking place and it was just the weirdest thing in the world to see him being him not you know that the music's fine. It's cool, you know, but it's, it's not I I like. I've like watched it for, the it's a grower, five times now. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's a grower. It's it's not as good as the New Japan one, but it's cool. At least it's a superstar entrance, um, and he's just fucking great anyway. So I think you know. Uh, again, I, I am interested though because we'd had this discussion you know, last week and in previous episodes about Nakamura and how you felt he'd translate to an American audience now of course this is a different case this isn't a normal American audience this is an audience that knows who he is and knows everything that he does knows knows his spots knows his pose it's it's a leg up this was a situation that was going to be very hard for him to fail to be quite honest but this exceeded my expectations it just my concern is I mean
1: this crowd is reacting to every little kick he's doing yeah stuff that doesn't deserve a reaction and will not get a reaction on other shows just random little kicks yeah so, I mean, they're eating it up, obviously. For me, he's great, no doubt about it, but the jury's still out for the wider gen-bop. It is. And that's not a knock on him at all, that's just how will people... It's just, a, M- it's, Mabel- it's, just it's an unwritten book at this point. Yeah, you absolutely. Know what I mean? absolutely.
3: For me, there was an overriding sense of relief when it comes to Nakamura, because... Yeah, we, we joked last week about you know, coming out to the Orient Express music and having Shinji as the manager. All, you know, all the the worst sort of things you can imagine, almost the caricature of, of what he, what he could be in this company.
0: And in the WrestleMania program, they had eliminated his first name. It was just Nakamura in the WrestleMania program, so that there was concern before this match they were going to take away Shinsuke as part of his name.
3: So uh, no, nope, not on the night. Thankfully, all, all those sort of worries or concerns were, were dispelled at, at least at least for one night. And this isn't a, a knock on Nakamura by any means, but it's it's as close as you're going to get to Nakamura being Nakamura in a WWE context.
0: Yeah, I, I think this is probably going to be a tough act to follow wow, for Nakamura. This follows well because
1: Sammy deserves so much credit because he worked absolutely. Works, I think Meltzer said it, like it wasn't a, a typical Nakamura match, but it fucking was. Yeah, in, I, I, in the WWE I, I, context. I don't know what he was watching when he said that. Like, that was Sammy, Sammy. totally worked. The the, the the story of the match was Sammy working. That style, yeah. And so, so, I mean, how many guys are going to do that on the main roster? Not many.
0: Yeah, exactly. So,
1: uh, that's, you know, we'll see what the future holds. But you know,
0: for one night, he was he was king. And Zayn, I think, really needed a match like that. Mm. It's been a while since this comeback. Yeah, uh, you know, I've kind of been wondering quietly to myself if if this was the same Sami Zayn in some respects because he hasn't looked as fluid and he hasn't had a, a lot of great showings. And again, maybe it is that kind of translation that we're worried about with Nakamura to the main roster where sometimes you guys don't get to show what they have and, and and that's kind of what's happened to Zane he needed a weekend as good as the one that he had and and we'll see how this goes with Nakamura going forward
3: yeah I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a promising start for Nakamura but like we say Zane really needed this because coming back from the injury the, the match with with Joe I don't think was was anything to write home about the the show long match and the tri- the triple threat with with him Joe and Corbin and that you know they are what they are sort of things and we we've already talked previously about his debut on Raw with Miz and sort of thrown out there. So to me, sort of the one the one overriding positive is is Sami Zayn really Nakamura. Like you say, it's, it's an open, but we'll see we'll see how they capitalise on this. But it's almost like at least Sami Zayn got uh, almost got that old proverbial second chance to make that first impression again.
2: I thought the music was fantastic. Um, I thought it fitted Nakamura really well I've watched this match uh, I watched this match five times over that weekend over, over the Saturday I watched it first time Saturday afternoon I watched it five times between then and Wrestlemania uh, I've listened to the music over and over and over again. That violin is fucking awesome. And and I think and I, I think it's actually a good um like kind of comparison piece actually to Subconscious because I think it's like it both the both songs have the epic kind of feel about it, but whilst Subconscious went down the the rock kind of route, this one's gone down more like a kind of classical uh, it's, kind it's, of it's, so,
0: a, it's, a, it's, it's a different tempo because you've got like, yeah. you know, the, the faster just, the pace and that's what I was worried about the song it's just like yeah, yeah. this is not this doesn't feel very yeah. nakamura because you can't, you can't yeah. move quickly and do like, the things just th- kick, th- at one point it kicks in and he started doing his little yeah. handy thing
1: very <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> But it's like yeah, it need the dance needs to be sustained a yeah. bit longer, yeah, yeah. So we so could. Freak I'm, out. I'm sure, I'm sure they'll 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 do some adaptions to it or whatever. But uh, but I'm I'm pretty high on the song. But uh, the the match itself, this is the, this is the match I've been most interested in since um a scene of Kevin Owens, the first match in particular. Um, I think this is the best match I've seen they, them have in WWE for, for for a good long time I was really surprised at the fact that he was wrestling a New Japan style on the show that's what astounded me but the one thing that, that I really kind of took away with this was that however great Nakamura was and he is absolutely fantastic I thought Zayn was so his equal in this match I, every, every time like I was, I was enjoying what Nakamura was doing but my eyes was always diverting over to Zayn as well but the two of them just, I thought just meshed so well just came across with the finish of that match to thinking is a fucking star no matter where he is I think that's a fact I think that's a fact he's a star no matter where it is and if he isn't a star in WWE it's WWE's fault not his I think quite frankly it'll be the fact that they can't they can't manoeuvre stuff around to to make him showcase you
0: never know I mean this is the thing and and I love Nakamura I think he's the best wrestler in the world but you never know what the general casual audience is going to gravitate to or just accept up to a certain point is the audience at large again because we're we're probably not going to get 20 minute matches like Mm. this on a regular basis from Nakamura if he was in WWE so then it's based on how he can get in NXT either it's going to be based on how he can project himself and if with his limited English the charisma breaks through beyond the way it does to us because we're not the average casual fan they're going for but you never know what the casual audience or whatever numbers the casual audience is even in wrestling anymore but uh, you know, I, you always have to wonder
3: yeah, I mean, to me it's far far too soon to say that he's a superstar wherever he goes yeah, this is not if a slam dunk yet if they, if they put him up on Raw in a month, two months, six months time however long he may be in NXT and for the record I don't think it should be long um, but whenever they bring him up, if they just throw him out there without any character profiles or anything of that nature, if they just do one of their old you know, Sammy Zayn, so, Z- yeah. if they say Sammy Zaynum or even if it's just next week on road the debut of Nakamura, that's you know, hey, the the crowd the, cra- the, the, the crowd the <laughs> crowd the crowd are, are going to sit on their their hands by and large. I hate to steal a line from a Robbie Williams, but else entertain us, and they're not they're not going to on a three hour yeah, Raw yeah. yeah yeah, and, and where's he going to be placed? Like three hour, or- and they're not—they're not, they're not going to react to a to a knee that he throws the same way an NXT crowd mm-hmm. are. Because yeah, they're completely different beasts. It's—it's it's a good start for him, but at the moment, that's all it is.
0: Yeah, it's the start that we expected. Yeah,
3: and it's, it's you know, and it's what we hoped for. Yeah, you know, we, we're, we're, we're we're cautiously optimistic. I think is that fair to say? Yeah, yeah absolutely.
2: Yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying, you give this guy. A good fucking swing at the bat, right with this right and and i th- I think he can do it. I, I really generally do. I think he 's got more of a shot than most do because there 's just something about him that I think, as you said it's that they they kept saying it uh, almost to nauseam and say that the charisma that he has and it 's like well, you say it to nauseam because it 's fucking true mm. the, the guy is charismatic, there 's something about him even if he if he doesn 't speak perfectly good English. The, there's something about the way he communicates with his body language as well and his looks. This like, is a chance. Like, yeah, anyway. like, 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 yeah, so exactly. like at the start, when he's better than like expected to be fair. Yeah, exactly. Like at the start, when he's he's squaring up to Sami Zayn. He just kind of he's kind of looking generally in the camera direction. He just kind of does like a little kind of wink and stuff. Yeah. He's just thinking like. I, 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 but sometimes things like that could mean more than like some of these promos that some people attempt like a Roman Reigns or whatever you know? well this
0: is the thing I, I did love on the on the, on the F4W message board there was a thread saying for, called First Impressions of Nakamura and it was basically people like who had watched the show with their family to see what their family thought and it was just the most hilarious range of He's exotic. He's erotic. He looks like a, <laughs> uh, like a drugged out lesbian. <laughs> like, you know, this great mix, but it was all very like you know, animated responses from everybody, yeah. which I think is the point. But hey, but you made everybody think of something. Exactly. They and didn't w- think. But bo- did any of them say boring? No, absolutely not. Asuka winning the women's title from Bailey. Uh, I'm kind of curious to see what people's thoughts of this match are as well, because again, th- this got a lot more credit and love than I actually kind of wanted to give it myself personally, to be quite honest.
3: Yeah, it wasn't. Um wasn't a bad match no, by any by no means. means it it struggled to follow nakamura and zayn which i think you know almost any match was going to it's not a knock on the women it's just a, a fact of where they were positioned yeah what possibly hurt the match a little bit is the fact of and and oscar did get some boos but it was that sense of bailey is beloved but by and large they didn't really want to Boo Oscar no, they, either. They respect Oscar anyway. So, so, so it, it almost gets that confused element from the from the crowd. I think that that plays a bit of a part into the dynamic of but the match.
0: Perhaps, but I think in many regards, this is the audience again, where that face face thing, which is usually such a struggle, in some cases, mm. sometimes it pays off, sometimes it doesn't. It didn't here, and to be quite honest, I thought that the way that the match was wrestled and and, and built didn't lend itself to, what the fuck was that well, did, did, didn't lend itself to building reaction it felt like the, the the chicken wing came from nowhere pretty much it yeah. just it, it didn't feel like it was building to, well, to a crescendo
3: the, 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 the crowd certainly didn't expect that to be the finisher I think they were they were sat there waiting for Bailey to, to reach the leg out and, and hook under the ropes and they? they were expecting a rope break there
2: yeah. was this the best women's match they've had on NXT no it wasn't they've certainly had better but again I, I thought it was like a, a really solid match a few issues here and there but by and large uh, nothing that kind of detracted uh, from the show I thought I thought Asuka Asuka I think, is an intriguing character I, I actually I actually go as far to say I don't want to hear her talk at all I don't want to even, even attempt it I quite like the fact that she's just a silent crazy fucking bitch that likes to kick the shit out of people and Bailey, I just, I, I, she just continues to to make steps and improvements, I see. and I just think like, uh, I think she's a good talent. I'm surprised she has she hasn't been called up. I'm guessing, I'm guessing they want to keep her around for a little while longer. Yeah, the the the, the finish with with the with the uh, the chicken wing uh, out of nowhere. At, at first, it was kind of a bit like strange, like particularly like with the finish, like just like so abruptly ending, and then it just kind of suddenly like, I just kind of clicked to what it was, and it was just reminded me of like just over a year earlier. When they did two, of sorts the same thing with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, where Kevin Owens comes in and then just beats the fuck out of Zayn, and just like is declared the winner through I think it was just like it's referee ref stoppage. Ref stoppage. This is like a different thing, but in terms of just that that big baby face who everyone loves, and then someone just comes along and just bam, it's like they hit a, they just hit a brick wall against this guy, and so suddenly I like that that finish this is a woman that hasn't lost yet so why wouldn't she have beaten her?
0: That's fine. So I, she, she's kicked her
2: ass and I think it also... Was, no,
0: it wasn't she kicked. Her, it was 50-50 no, it it well, yeah, until, yeah. the, until the chicken went, yeah. and then it was treated like an, an ass yeah. kicking and that's, why it, that, and that's why it didn't connect to the audience I don't think because okay. it, that, that was to me I think that what you're saying actually would have been the way to go. I think mm. that I only said it last week it, this is a situation to create a mountain yeah. for Bailey to climb yeah. and I don't think they that, did that so much that, here, is, it was just an out of nowhere yeah. finish. And, and
3: Bailey has always had that sort of that underdog element to her character so to have the, the babyface fight from underneath yeah, and I know they're both babyfaces I, but to have her fight from underneath would have made more sense against against the woman who has been on a tear through the division up yeah. to that point but like you say that it was a, a fairly even Stevens match yeah. un, until the finish and like I say it wasn't a bad match it, it was fine yeah. some things didn't quite translate and it mm. just struggled to follow the match that had gone immediately before I think that's, that's all there is to say on that
1: I wasn't really enamoured with the match uh, it's okay but I really don't rate Bailey as highly as most people do m- most of the other 7 billion people on this planet um, I th- there's a bit of a styles clash for me and it wasn't it, doing a 50-50 match it should have been an ass kicking and yeah. little Bay from coming from underneath also the Oscar style coming straight after Nakamura when you've got Nakamura and Zayn doing it much better and it, just,
0: it was tough the, obviously the dynamic of the, the two faces as well made it tough but as we move now to the main event Samoa Joe Finn Balor I think that this match actually probably also would have suffered kind of a similar fate had it not been for the fact that Joe got cut open immediately because the crowd's intensity kind of multiplied immediately because of that and I think it's kind of it took people out of what was kind of a bit of a malaise after the, uh, the Nakamura Zane come down the constant interference by the officials to try and stop the
2: blood you try it once fine you want to try it two times good on you after a third time of it not working just fucking leave it Joe's willing to carry on just fucking leave it he was the
3: stop stop Joe, Joe wasn't Joe wasn't Joe wasn't the issue it's all it's completely it's health health and safety really. that's all it is it's, they, they, it's got they, nothing to do with, with whether or not Joe was willing to
0: fight at, at one point the crowd chat and let Joe blade and he's nodding along with the fans he, he wanted to, He want, could, you, He wanted. the drama he could feel the intensity grow and he knew that match could have been awesome if they'd have just let it be yeah.
3: he, he was clearly exacerbated you by you
0: a letter of complaints to Abdullah the Butcher not- yeah exactly there you go and that's, that's probably one of the reasons why because at least they can control this yeah. stuff I just thought it was sorry to
1: Carl no, no, I thought it was um just the dynamic out was so funny like because it was always when Joe was getting the heat Yeah. so then they'd stop it and then like Pussy Ballow would recover and yeah. then
0: okay well Joe's going to get his heat back again so he'd start yeah. kicking his ass again he starts beating up again he yeah. constantly getting the advantage until mm. the damn referees keep getting in the way and saving him yeah. and hey they could make an interesting story out of this on, on TV if they want to do another yeah.
3: match I mean they let's face it it was never a crowd that was going to boo Samoa Joe anyway because it's just the nature of that crowd but it it almost completely baby faced him. Even <laughs> in if, the, health, if there was yeah. any lingering, even if there were a few lingering blows, it just baby faced him immediately. Like, Here's the tough badass who wants to fight on. Yeah. <laughs> they just won't let him.
0: Yeah, n- not a bad match. I was happy to see Joe lose because I thought that meant he was going to onto the main roster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How but, wrong guy it was. So yeah, cool. I, th- I do think he's coming up soon. He's kind of yeah, he's going to cast AJ. We're gonna get the heel Smoan hit squad, baby. I'm telling you. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. We'll see if we get there. But I want to transition now to the uh, the loyal listeners who have uh, chimed in with this show. Uh, John C. Haddock. Friend of ours hey! on the page says, uh, "You look at my highlight of the weekend. NXT. I mean, for fuck's sake, how entertaining are this roster? American Alpha are lightning in a bottle, just explosive fun and one of the most entertaining tag teams I can remember in a decade. Joe, Aries, Devitt are doing good work in their roles. Maybe the booking could be better, but their match work on the show is still engaging stuff. Zayn should stick around longer in NXT because then we get the real main event. Enter the fucking man, Shin, baby, Shinsuke Nakamura. There was nothing greater to me this weekend than the anticipation of the king of strong style convulsing his way." into a WWE ring. They gave him a music and entrance that made him look like a million dollars, walking from the shadows into the light and bringing with him a style, finesse, and classic competitor that the American wrestling audience has missed out on for far too long. This isn't (coughs) sucking up because I know that there are fans of him out there. This is my opinion as someone who's watched wrestling for nearly 30 years. Nakamura is the best wrestler in the world right now, maybe not in terms of star power since he's only just arrived to the Western audience, but he brings with him a methodology, style, attitude, and breed of wrestler that's been missing for far too long. Uh, Shane Doyle says the absolute highlight of this weekend was Zayn Nakamura. Everything about this match was absolutely perfect and I had a lump in my throat start to finish. Nakamura's new entrance theme is utterly brilliant and has been in my head on repeat ever since. The pop when he dove to the ropes for his arching pose was insane and almost pushed a manly tear through my manly eye everything from that point built and built it was bloody excellent and will be very hard to top this year match of the night match of the weekend possibly match of the year and definitely one of my favourite matches ever so very high praise indeed Alec Norton says uh, Nakamura more than lived up to my expectations from last week and put on the match of the weekend hopefully he'll be allowed to carry on in that vein throughout NXT and maybe WWE if Vince has retired or passed away Dunn's been fired and Triple H hasn't been working long term on a new reign of terror and uh, S Doyle Granger says my weekend in Dallas started with being 10th row at TakeOver over Basking in Nakamura versus Zane. To say it climaxed early would be an understatement But Wrestlemania was an insane experience as always Less than Stellomania, But the weekend was fantastic And today begins the road to next year uh, Just on that subject there We mentioned uh, the Wrestlemania scoring There, If you had to give NXT a score out of 10 What would be? the, yeah, the consensus around the table be? Maybe 8.5? Eight 8.5 was the number I had as well Based on, you know,
1: tags the tag and maybe
0: nine I might push to a nine uh, I think maybe
1: eight and a half seems more fair because of a- a- Aries Corbin and uh, yeah, And uh, I think eight and a half just based on Nakamura and yeah. American Alpha line to be honest
3: I'm not a million miles away from that I'm, I'm going to say eight possibly would have been higher but I I do think Corbin Aries was that bad
0: yeah I'd give it a nine solid nine yeah which takes us now to Monday Night Raw, the Raw after WrestleMania, usually one of the more uh, interesting shows in terms of audience reaction. Uh, this is going to be a curious one to talk about because right off the top of the show we get Vincent Mann coming out to a chorus of no chance from the crowd, and uh, and then he decides to put Shane McMahon in charge for the night, which I thought was a lovely uh, Superb. sequel to what the last the point? five weeks of, uh, of build-up for this show. All I th- could think of watching this... I don't know if you've heard this too, Carl, but Rick Morris on the FH Lounge mentioned uh, a, a fellow that we know who works in the company and uh, a- a- and his perspective on Vince McMahon and the way he looks at big matches. And I thought that it was completely appropriate for this situation because he was talking about Brock and Undertaker or something like that. And, and the uh, the the line was... That when Vince is coming up with the Wrestlemania match, or the big match, all he looks at in his head is, on the billboard, on the day, what does it look like? And that's the extent of Vince's thinking of the going in and coming out. And if you actually look at the last few years of Wrestlemania's, you can very much see the pattern. Like Brock Lesnar, Undertaker, WrestleMania 30, the build was absolutely shocking. They did nothing for that beyond making the match. It's like, and that very much felt like the case amplified times ten with this, where they came up with a big stipulation, came up with a match, slapped it on the marquee, did the match. Next day, well, it's just, uh, it's just, yeah, I'll just give it to Shane and walk off. Yeah,
3: and I, I don't have a hard time in believing that at all, and and it's, it's very much been the sort of the pattern for the company as as a whole over the last several years, really, hasn't it? You know, they'll they'll get an idea in mind, they'll they'll go sort of strong with that and they don't do an awful lot of forward planning you know you only have to hear how many times raw gets rewritten on a a weekly basis to know that the um that theory of booking your mania and working backwards is not the prevailing thought in this company at least at least not as far as vince mcmahon is concerned
1: i thought this raw kind of exemplified that point for the whole of mania for me yeah Okay, well that's over with and now it means absolutely
0: fucking nothing. Yeah, everything you saw at WrestleMania either the, the, the winner's lost or the loser's won Shane McMahon loses it all comes back and runs the show. <laughs> to, to defend that though it's like, okay so Vince has won
1: he's king of the world again nothing's going to challenge him. Doesn't care. He doesn't care Shane's trying to steal his thunder fuck you Triple H is Stephanie on here fine run the show I don't give a fuck let's watch you fail it may have simply been that after the fucking build of this is a shit show it's just something to transition back to normal yeah because
0: they were they were looking at this show clearly in isolation anyway, in terms of the disclaimers given by JBL
3: before the, the oh, show even shame- got rolling. Oh, followed. shameful! 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 <laughs> that uh, they're that, just that,
0: having fun. I mean, and, and they did it a few more times. It didn't throughout. sound like they're having fun, by the way, in that second
3: hour. No, and and uh, they did it throughout the show. They the, the commentators re- kept kept revisiting those lines, but um, I I just got the sense watching it. I don't. They've sort of looked at previous years. The night after main, and they almost deliberately held back on this occasion in the sense of there was no lesnar there was no ambrose there's no triple h and, and stephanie um reigns wasn't prominently featured on the show really they almost deliberately held back because they thought we know what this crowd's like we know how they're going to react to things they're not necessarily going to react to what we want them to react to so let's not give them those things let's hold off another week on some things and just yeah, you because know, that that second that second hour was very much by the numbers
2: uh, for the last two years um monday night raw the postmania raw i think has been a flop for me personally i think uh the aura of these shows have completely gone in the last two years and the reason why it's kind of lost a lot of its kind of luster for me for, for two main reasons one they, they, you know, those kind of moments where you just kind of go like, that's fantastic, or you, whether, whether it was planned or not, whether it's unpredictable or not, you have these moments. The last two years, they haven't had them. Because it seems like those special moments, those surprise appearances or those moments where this, you weren't expecting it, they transferred it over to WrestleMania. So things like the Rollins cash-in or, you know, to to say, Shaq turning up, Rock having an impromptu match, um, uh, Ronda Rousey, so on. All these kind of moments that would, uh, I wouldn't say necessarily would be synonymous with the post-mania Raw, but aspects like it, those kind of surprise things where you're like, oh, I wasn't expecting that, that's great, we're going to fucking cheer crazy like th- for this. They've kind of moved those elements over to WrestleMania instead. Two things, I mean, first of all, is that really a bad thing to be transferring surprises to
1: the biggest show of the year? No, and secondly, no. the post-mania uh, Raw is kind of a parody of itself anyway. So it's, you know, if you're expecting surprises, I mean...
3: It's not yeah. a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> do, yeah. Do, it's the old the old, uh Paul Heyman ECW mantra We've got to have a surprise this month.
2: Yeah. Do, do you know what? I, I absolutely agree with you on that. I I I'm not like necessarily a, a, a against them like transferring this stuff to WrestleMania, but the post-Mania raw, the, the characteristics of it outside of the, the you know the crazy crowd reactions whatever have been it feels like they've been taken away in the last 2 years. And it kind of brings me what the second point is is why I feel that these post-Mania raws have been weakened is in the last 2 years WWE have been self-aware about it, and I think this has damaged it as well. Up until then, it was kind of like the audience would try and hijack the show, and WWE would like be like, "Ha ha, rowdy crowd, isn't it?" And they'll just like <laughs> almost try to ignore it as best they can, unless it gets too freaking obvious, and then they'll acknowledge it. But in the last two years, they've been like really showcasing, "Hey, it's the post, it's the post-Mania War where anything can happen. The crowds are rowdy, and they'll do anything. And they'll chant anything. <laughs> they just..." They just they have just been pinpointing it instead of letting it be in its own thing and just embra- they, they they've embraced it too much by trying to make it the selling point of the show and by doing that it takes away the special nature of it. It, it. it
0: takes away the organic feeling yeah. of, 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 the, of fact, the fans actually yeah. legitimately feeling yeah. this way. Yeah, because
3: the, the whole idea of, the, of the, the hijacking is a sense of anti-establishment, mm. and the yeah. company embracing it instantly makes it part of yeah. the establishment and uh, the established order. Well, so I did very ab- well. Can can you absolutely. Play no. Perfect. Oh no. Oh <laughs> no. Not exactly the right? Not at all. Not at all. If I'm if I'm if I'm, the, if, I'm the, if I'm the company and I'm Vincent and the mindset they have, I, I would do exactly the same.
0: And the other thing that kind of sounds for me is the proud chance. We just are awesome. we are awesome mean? the crowd becomes a parody themselves the, the crowd has become yeah. exactly point, yeah. point number three yeah exactly yeah, the, the fact that that's now become like oh yeah. But yeah. we're and supposed I, to come up with wacky I, stuff
1: I, no Zack Ryder you don't fucking deserve it
0: yeah that that chant was the one that rankled Fuck me up, the yeah. most yeah. that you yeah. deserve it it's like yes we're not on yes, for five years I, I, <laughs> and it's exactly all
2: these reasons that we stated which is why this, this show as a whole just completely didn't work for me and why I don't feel compelled anymore well, to, to stay up and watch it Look, particularly when, when it means I'm only going didn't three like, hours sleep for work you're telling he you didn't like trash talker Skywalker with his mic saber. come Look, on I, I, okay, well, this, is, this
1: is
0: the thing this is the thing and, and this is where I honestly I guess I'll challenge this perspective a little bit if this was an episode of Raw on a normal week, I think people would have enjoyed the show thoroughly. I thought it was a really good show. People would have said this uh, show. I did too. Uh, it's like this show. This show was much better than what we've seen in the previous weeks. If, if, if this was the product every single week, I think that people would not have batted an eyelid about this one. It was just the fact that there's a the death of WrestleMania and there's a built-in expectation that this didn't live up to in some regards. And and, and the show did drag at points. Don't get me wrong. But it's three hours, it's always so, going to. Uh, sadly. You, yeah,
3: you you are always going to be subjected to a show where at some point there will be a lot. And in some respects, you naturally need a lull anyway to not burn out an audience especially for three hours yeah there were some noteworthy things to talk about Um,
0: I I, I don't know if there's a a way to segue naturally here but this is actually a point I wanted to raise which is the call-ups obviously let's talk about it now Baron Corbin on the roster Mm full-time Apollo Crews debuts on this show Uh, we get Enzo and Cass who I thoroughly enjoyed and I thought were absolutely tremendous in their debut yeah but don't. But isn't this like the weirdest thing? When I'm looking at. Okay, Vince McMahon is looking at the NXT roster and he's looking for who to bring up the bolster of the ranks. And and don't you think it's just completely fucking ass backwards when the guys that they bring up in Baron Corbin and Apollo Crews are the two guys in NXT who still need development yeah. in the developmental territory, and they bring those guys. Yeah, in.
3: I've 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 given up predicting who they're going to call now because we like we say about how. I don't have a problem with Joe losing because the theory to me was Joe's debuting on Raw. Yeah, Apollo Crews, he, he, didn't, he hadn't really even clicked with the NXT audience. Oh. So, but I—I I wonder if he'll appear more on NXT. I, I don't think we're going to see him every week. Perhaps
1: he'll take the icy title off me.
3: Wouldn't shock me. In two months. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't shock me at all. Um, Enzo and Cass were, were over like gangbusters with that crowd but again it's a perfect crowd to debut them in front of what are we going to be like in two or three weeks time yeah. And, yeah. and I mentioned it last week about <coughs> Bubba his his reactions helped make this as well. The way he was, st- he was Son of a bitch!
0: He was yeah. great.
3: Yeah, but I don't like Devon, so I'm choosing to ignore that.
2: <laughs> I think I said a while ago that these guys needed to be called up. I think uh, it was time for them. I think uh, Enzo, well, particularly I as a think, Mike guy, I think is. I think the great.
3: right the writing was on the wall with them, wasn't it? When they when yeah. they lost both yeah <laughs> both shots at the NXT tag belts yeah. to uh, to Dash and Dawson, you, you know, yeah, it, it was well I suppose it's a matter of time with anyone in NXT being called up but you knew it was going to be sooner rather than later with those two the only surprise to me a little bit was Carmella not being with them But I, I'm, I'm sur- not opposed to that I'm not no I was going to say I'm surprised by some of the reaction to Carmella not being brought up some, some people have been quite negative about it whereas mm. to me I don't think earthing. she acts anyth- she anything to the she did to that act
2: uh, absolutely agree with you on, on Bubba Ray and Devon. They they sold it this brilliantly, which which, ba- which, <laughs> basically, it. which basically I have more I have more uh, hope for for a feud between Enzo and Cass and the Dudleys than I did with Dudleys and Usos because if that's going to be the type of reactions we're going to get from the Dudleys for Enzo's shtick, it it's, it could be entertaining. Um, Baron Corbin, I was not surprised by, and this is excluding the fact that he was he won the uh, the Battle Royal. I was not surprised that he he debuted at this point. Um, I thought he was going to win he was going to have an NXT title run first before they moved him up right but, I, but I'm guessing uh, uh, not uh, but still debuted the, 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 as I said S- I, still
3: Baron Corbin <laughs> fucking <laughs> fuck Baron Corbin <laughs> the, the new Kane for me going forward I can <laughs> no, see it now because I, I, I said months ago about my fear about how, how soon Baron Corbin was going to be on this yeah. main roster Yeah, what's uh, the one thing he's got going for him I mean, he's tall He's not. He's got no charisma. I don't care what he says. He's got no presence to me. He hasn't. He hasn't got. You know, when you think of the things that Vince looks for, he hasn't even got a particularly good physique. The only thing he's got going is he's tall. And they've debuted someone on on Raw as well who's fucking taller than him and has a better physique and is arguably more charismatic.
0: And I want to say at this point too, the thing that's frustrating to me is because I do I genuinely believe Corbin's improved in NXT Mm. over the last little while. I think he he has grown to himself a little bit. And I think that if he was actually down there for two more years, yeah. I, I can see he could develop. He could develop into something. Yeah. And NXT, supposedly the developmental system, is 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 littered with world class talent waiting <laughs> to be called up. And then the two guys who are probably yeah. the least ready of the projects they have—they mm. they they tick a lot of Vince's boxes. Yeah. The one that surprised me was um, Apollo. Was Apollo
2: because, as you said, like he he's only just come in. He hasn't received the the good enough reactions. On the nxt
3: crab. does that matter well, though well yeah i i will i will say this we we, we can be at risk of putting too much stock mm. in in how an nxt reacts. using nakamura as an example and uh, the yeah. way we talked yeah. about earlier just because they react to something like like gangbusters doesn't mean it's going to translate yeah. to the main roster but by the same token uh, i know what you mean kieran that does it really matter so long as he he reaches that wider audience but just from watching him it, I just got the sense that he really he hasn't clicked with the NXT audience at all, and if he hasn't clicked at all with someone who's, who in theory is predisposed to like him, mm. he's going to have to work a hell of a lot harder and be protected a hell of a lot more. Mm-hmm. on that main roster and the yeah. way they treat the talent yeah. I don't see him getting the protection he needs so well,
1: he's more suited to 6 minute matches on Raw than he is working a 20 minute match well, in NXT, is, NXT. That, that's the thing yes,
0: being, yeah. being put in the position of being the worker in NXT wasn't working exactly. out for him and he didn't have the, the depth of personality in this environment where they just want to film him with his big million dollar smile squashing these poor fuckers mm-hmm. who are getting jobbed every week anyway it might work in the short term we'll see yeah, this is just uh, completely off topic but well I suppose it's not because it's debuts
1: but given the it was Shane, and it was a one-off. And the whole gimmick was nothing that happens tonight matters. Just put Nakamura on the fucking show. Is it just because just so you can give Shane the points? Giving the points, you use it as a selling point for NXT. This guy's on NXT, He's only debuted NXT on on Friday, and you know this is a one-off because Shane's running things Shane's only tonight. Man, that place would have lost their shit.
3: And they would. And it, when you think about it, in the sense of RAW is effectively a time buy for the network. <laughs> makes all, all the it more be. sense to all, yeah where, yeah, you're right it absolutely should be so it would make all the more sense to, you know, because we don't Corbin is going to be on Raw pretty regularly Cruz the same Enzo and Cass the same whereas you think it would make a little bit more sense maybe just debut Enzo and Cass and say here's Apollo, Cruz. if you want to see him every week this is where you've got to go. This is what you've got to watch.
0: I also think it's worth saying too: no artistry, really, to much of these debuts. No vignettes beforehand. Yeah. No coming, Cold. coming soon. We did get a vignette for fucking Primo Cold. and Epico. Oh, <laughs> and no board villains. Oh, the board villains were SmackDown. too. So, yeah. a quick graphic saying on Thursday yeah. the board yeah, villains. Yeah, the, the the
3: the warning sign is already there for oh, the. Okay. The Gr- Vaude villains. Greetings a quick, from Puerto Rico, a, by a the quicker, way, uh, Yeah. That was not done on behalf of the Brody family. Well,
2: well, get, 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 well get ready with those Vaude villains because I think they're going to be the next challengers for New Day. No. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> they are, they. That's, that's why they brought those two tag teams up because the New Day have beaten everyone else.
3: I, I'd still say I'm not sure on the base of. Uh, God knows. Uh, the Vaude villains aren't going to be there that long. If, they, if they're debuting on SmackDown and we know mm. how much stock the company puts in SmackDown, with that act. I, I think they could be back down in NXT after a month or two. <laughs> you,
2: you you brought up Shane just a moment ago. I just I just thought I a moment just to rewind a little bit because I didn't didn't put my two cents uh, whatever uh, my my, my two pence in. Of uh, uh, they fucking first off they screw they screw the angle over completely by Vince giving him. You know, the, the keys to the car, anyway. What really freaking annoyed me, and we again we talked about this on the build up to, to, to Mania about why I wanted Shane to win because, like, if you, you brought Shane in as, as the new uh, owner or runner of whatever of Raw, you know, you could have made some changes and you could have created uh, something dynamic and uh, hopefully uh, try and improve the show and, and you know, ratings, whatever. And then we barely see him whatever we, we didn't see any more from Shane on the show and I'm, that's what pissed me off so it's like he's been given this opportunity and then they do fucking nothing with him
0: I I, I think I will actually take the opposite stance to you here agree. on this one I, I think the entire point of, of not doing it was because my god the big complaint is the big star of the show is the McMahon in the yeah. show f- for the authority and to have him there to know he's there to have just the, the guy in the back the, the foley role that we talked about last week who actually just puts things in motion and stays the fuck out of the way is fine with me the stars of the show are the wrestlers the the final thing we saw on the show was not Shane McMahon lording over a wrestler or over Vince and that's the main thing it was AJ Styles the new direction Roman Reigns that's what's coming up and I had no problem with Shane not being on the show more I mean I understand don't get me wrong because if you're going to do this I mean let's be honest that's the, that's, the, that's the issue If you're actually going to Completely ignore the stipulation you built for five yeah. weeks Do this anyway I have no problem with it personally But I can see people's frustration with yeah. Well if, if it was such a big deal
2: They didn't try to sell it
0: yeah, they could, they could probably do a little bit more to push that you I'm know, know, I'm Shane's not- setting things in motion. Yeah. But I'm not offended that they didn't. Yeah,
2: I'm not saying he should be strewed all over the show. I'm just saying a little bit more than what we did get, just to insinuate that he was making these, these, these power plays or whatever.
3: I'm, I'm more in line with Liam's thinking on this. And, and we, we did talk about it last week, about how sick we are. And in particular, sick of the heel GM or the heel authority act and the way it dominates the show. The best word I, I can think to describe is the, the authority is the facilitator. So to, to me, I I wouldn't care if, if we don't see Shane on TV for two weeks now. Allude to the fact that he's in charge, make him have an appearance on the screen coming from Titan Towers into Connecticut, things like that. Absolutely fine with that. I'm sick to death of an authority figure being the be-all and end-all and that the wrestlers are just the playground.
2: So so did they actually fully establish that he's in charge of Raw from now on? I think so. I think it was a one-off, right? Yeah, they I thought it was a one-off. They, they didn't
3: they, say either way. They didn't say way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They made their mind up yet. So yeah. I, 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 that, I, it, it came shit. across yeah, as a one-night thing uh, to well, me. Well, that, that, that may well be the case. Like we say, yeah. they, haven't elaborated for, they haven't elaborated beyond that show. And, and this is what would annoy me more if, after all this, we get the situation where next week... The show opens with Triple H and Stephanie stood there. Yes, I've lost the belt, but a plan is afoot, and the authority always wins. And by the end of the show, you've got Triple H posing over Roman Reigns.
0: Uh, just to get some of your thoughts here on this. Shane Dawes says Postman Raw is the only episode of Raw I watch all year. I fell out with the show years ago, and its quality severely declined, but now I only watch the monthly specials on NXT. Anyway, it was an average show with hilarious flubs, heinous commentary, interesting call ups, and a fantastic main event. I had a warm feeling in my tummy seeing AJ, Zayn, and Owen share the ring together, having followed all three since the early two thousands and buying shitty VHS tapes from Smartmark Mark Video UK to keep up with their appearances. Uh, I felt a sense of happiness and pride. All those people who say, Oh, I saw Muse play at a venue once before they got big. Fuck that. I travelled to Coventry in 2004 to see AJ Styles wrestle James fucking Ty, then went back home to watch third generation CZW and IWS videotapes to catch up with Generico and Steen. Seeing those three share the ring on Raw with the crowd solidly behind them was magical. Uh, Andy Howard says, best part of Mania was a rider winning the IC title. All Raw did was debut NXT talent that should have been called up before Mania. AJ Styles being no one contender could be to bring in the Bullet Club to gang up against Reigns in the hope he gets cheered. I mean, they buried the League of Nations and the Whites at Mania by having retired, part-time, and injured wrestlers look strong against them. Uh, Stephen Stamps mentioned something I actually kind of want to touch on here briefly. My highlight of the weekend was Rome's delivery of I'm Not a Bad Guy. Fucking yes! It was immense. It was said with such swagger and complete fuck you allness that you couldn't help but get on board. No doubt next week he'll be singing nursery rhymes with the bloody Teletubbies. Mm-hmm. But there was a glimmer of hope of a cocky heel champ there, and it's pretty cool. He did do a couple of things, didn't he? I think it was when Sammy was trying to get in the ring, the, the, and the kind away, the brush of off. Yeah. He, the, the
3: brush he, he, off. He, he did it to him, and then he did it to Styles. It to Styles second A <sighs> bit of I an attitude. I like a bit of an attitude, and you know, it's what he needs because that you know. He he has got a natural arrogance to him. Translates a lot better on TV when he is like that. I get the general sense that there is a, a, a feel of... Oh, the Roman Reigns heel turns coming and I think we're months and months and months away from that I don't thing. think
1: we're getting it at all if, yeah if we get it at all it's still very interesting the fact they go with AJ against
0: him that's what I mean because they know what reaction that's exactly. going to get on pay per view
2: did they say then that AJ is wrestling for the title at Extreme Rules nope. No, they just, just, just said number one, a, just number one contender
0: number one contender <laughs> it's not going on that, it might, I'm expecting the Triple H rematch I'm expecting AJ and Reigns on TV at some point yeah. Yeah. It'll be AJ, um,
2: TV, uh, AJ and Reigns on TV Jericho screws him over um,
0: Joe Ankevic says I think they're getting the hang of managing the post-Mania Raw crowd good show not sure if his style is the best choice to challenge Roman but we'll see highlight of the weekend for him was the rebranding of the women's division the new belt and the ensuing triple threat match at Wrestlemania also given what happened from Mania to Raw did The Rock just inspire the Whites into a face turn yeah that was was one of the things we didn't touch on Um, but curious decision to have the Whites go after the League of Nations the lads (laughs) of course Uh, is is this what we're getting Babyface, brawn. Oh <laughs> I get
3: in, 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 this, in the baby same. He's a babyface anyway. You know? uh, I mean, in, in the same way that I think some people are looking too much at Roman Reigns' behaviour and thinking heel turn is imminent, I think it's the same with sort of the, the opposite turn for the Wyatt's. It, it may well be that it's leading to a babyface turn, but um, that, that this is it, it exemplifies how poor and how insignificant the League of Nations are. <laughs> that the, they will cheer let's go, they'll cheer almost anyone who attacks the League of Nations so let's you know they, they, how far can I we just, go down this I, I just, I just think there's, there's there is a risk in putting too much stock in this idea that the Wyatts are turning babyface mm. just because they've attacked another heel group I think it's more it may well transpire that it's more because they've just attacked a shittier heel group <laughs> <laughs> I think it'll
1: be, it could easily be just a short term pseudo-face thing mm. Which... Oh, those always work so well. Yeah. Well, exactly,
2: but
3: it's what it is, Kieran. It's going to be a tweener. Uh, it's yeah. going to be I, a tweener because tweeners draw.
2: I couldn't give two shits what they do with the whites whatsoever, and I'll, I'll tell you how how little I fucking care was that I was actually I was actually more concerned with the fact that Raid Barrett was kicked out of the lads
3: <laughs> and, and the, the wonderful uh, na 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 goodbye <laughs> yeah, yeah, got, from the, the mostly <laughs> from
0: the
3: mostly UK crowd <laughs> that was divine
0: yeah, see you in TNA oh not even um, Niall Clark says interestingly gave stars the title shot but you just know it'll be another body to feed to Roman favourite match of the weekend was the women's title match for him I couldn't help but laugh at the social outcast victory parade in the battle royal running into Kane <laughs> then turning around and running the other way into Baron Corbin uh, <laughs> John C. Haddock says My thoughts on Monday Night Raw This should be quick AJ becoming the one contender Let me check my notes Something something Maurice Nope That's nice. it No offence to any of the talent involved Except maybe a few that I'm sure Carl will get to But after Mania I honestly have so little energy For the main product It's ridiculous They have so much to work with But yet are stuck in the same merry go round of shite That Carly Vince Will be charging nine ninety nine dollars to go for So uh, I, I do like the return of Maurice And, and the, the possible uh, double act with Mirs Could have some some potential, uh, Miz is the intercontinental champion. Thank you, Zack Ryder. Thanks for playing. See you next year in the Battle Royal. Maybe. Um, we did
1: say as well at WrestleMania, who's he losing to tomorrow? We did. I think everybody <laughs> said the same yeah. thing, to be quite honest. <laughs> it's
0: like, moving forward this year, again, we've got, we're limited on time, so we'll have to hit this as quick as we can. What do you see for the rest of this year in terms of what we're, you know, based off WrestleMania and based off Raw? Uh, are we left with any impression what's going forward Because th- this is, a, a, like we said earlier, so exemplary. Of WrestleMania is the only show we're paying attention to. And now let's go on with the rest of the year.
3: Yeah, it's. I, I don't want to sound like I'm sitting on the fence, but the whole. If you take NXT out of the equation, all the decisions they made over the course of WrestleMania and, and the Raw show just left me sort of in a sense of bewilderment. And <laughs> it's just. You know, it's just. It's really hard to second guess at the moment which way this which way they're going to go i, I still see reigns main, maintaining his role as a, as a baby face that so the crowd react to negatively for the most part with maybe some tweaks the way you, you say about vince's prevailing thought um you know we have no idea what they're going to do with brock absolutely none whatsoever or ambrose or, you know, it's, there is just something
0: into the Wyatt's now <laughs>
3: You, you can't would, book you, Brock with you, the White You wouldn't. Orton, we already booked it. You, you wouldn't have thought so. And and there's like the there's, there's there's the yeah. other mix into the equation. Obviously Cesaro's come back. I don't think they're going to do anything with him. To be honest, Cena and Orton to feature back into the mix at some point as well. Um, more baby faces. More baby faces. I, I I still can't shake this feeling that I I think we're going to see the the belt on Bray at some point this year.
0: I, I can't think of who, who if, if if White's there. The League of Nations don't count. Who is on the heel side? Owens is it, yeah, Owens. And, and, and Owens may be the ultimate Jericho. beneficiary of this. I, Jericho, if he sticks around, so I think Owens gets the title this year. O- Owens yeah. slides into the position Bray was going to get. So. It, it's very possible. Do a double turn <laughs> with him and Reigns.
3: Well, yeah. that, that's that's the other thing, isn't it? Oh, Owens is the the heel that the fans cheer. <laughs>
2: yeah. Last year after WrestleMania 31, I I didn't give a particularly glowing. Uh, impression of what I think that year was going to be. I think I said it was going to be 1995 all over again. Uh, it's not going to be much different. I think this is going to be 1996 all over again. I think we're going to get maybe a few glimmers of hope here and there. might see uh, uh, maybe a star with potential somewhere along the lines. But I think in general, I think this is going to be a frustrating year. We've so got Seth coming back as a face. Yeah, well, got, well, yeah. Um, he, uh, one well, of Ambrose well, Will he? They, if they're if they low on heels, wouldn't he be surely like the the, the well, key he, heel to come back? Uh, in his
3: back. He, yeah, I was going to say that 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 night he returns, he's getting the babyface pop. It's
2: Ambrose it, or Reigns has yeah. to. Turn. Yeah, Reigns has to be Reigns. It's just it just makes sense if he's the heel champion and he's got loads of babyfaces to face with him. But I, I just got no. I got no positive feelings going forward with, with with this year. Maybe we might get that Owens title reign, which I'll be the first person to fucking cheer for if it happens. But I don't, I don't, I don't think we're going to get uh, a better usage of Brock Lesnar than, than, than we want. I just think there's certain elements around that I, I'm not optimistic due to how Mania and War have come across to me.
3: The decision making the company have shown over the last 24-48 hours makes it difficult for us to really know whether we are going to get what we want. It's such a complete sort of shot in the dark at the moment.
0: I'm a little more optimistic. I'm 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 not thinking that we're not going to get what we want necessarily. You'll we'll have just, the biggest fall. It's very, it's very possible I will and I'll probably get a play of Crow at the Christmas show when we look back on this. But honestly, the, I've had the feeling all year this is going to be a year that's just fascinating to track more than anything else. It starts with Nakamura and AJ Styles being signed by the WWE. They didn't have everyone there at Raw. But when you just look at what they had for Raw, it's like they, they need to start putting people in the positions because the people are not there to fill the spots. Key for me is if Triple H gets out of the fucking way on on TV and Steph too there's potential you could see it on Raw like I said if that was Raw every week it was a fresher show it felt like a new direction I'm interested to see what the Reigns character does there's people coming back who you can put in some new positions with some new guys if you build guys up there's still Samoa Joe that can come up from NXT there's so many people in NXT so many acts that are interesting I don't find the Bullet Club to be that interesting or put that in that group but there are plenty that you can transition and do stuff with and I just think because of this Reigns experiment it could be Cena Mark 2 and we might just be very dissatisfied that we're seeing the same thing again and it's Groundhog Day Phil 12 I, I, I just think that so many changes are actually happening all at once and, and when I look at the way NXT's booked and how soundly that's, that's done yeah. the, I've got a little bit of hope
1: Then they did I take it for what it it's worth but they did make a point over and over again of fresh start of fresh, fresh guys so you never it know it might be lip service but you never know you never know maybe it was Yeah, just because it was Enzo because <laughs> they know
2: because they know you know what I found one positive thing I might be positive it, 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 might, it, it might again might not end up to anything but Ibushi
0: oh Kota Ibushi being there. Okay, yeah. the Ibushi exactly we've got the global cruise weight series coming Ibushi, up this year
2: Ibushi is fucking in Well, yeah, and, and, come
0: on and Ricochet apparently is in as well Prince Puma from uh, Lucha Underground is apparently really? is apparently on his oh, way in nice. as well Ibushi uh, Bobby Roode. It'll be interesting to track. I just think there's so many interesting things going on that the industry in general is going to be very, very uh, interesting to track this year. And uh, of course, we will retouch on current events in due course when it feels appropriate. So, with that said, I want to thank everybody for the feedback. I want to thank everybody for listening. For G. John Chase Nakamura versus Ibushi at WrestleMania next year. Kill my pants.
3: <laughs> for Carl Jones. That creates quite the disturbing image.
0: And for Kyo O'Rourke Au revoir, mon chéri! I am Lee Murray Rock, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you very much for listening!